veteran, 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 famous, famous, veteran, 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 famous, famous, the veteran gamers podcast. Hello and welcome to show nine of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. And with me tonight, I have Chinny. Yo. And we've got Duke. Oh, here's England. Oh, oh, England. Oh, we act like we're smarter than the United States, but in fact we're just mumbling. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, England doesn't sound. American educational system. The fish and chips can share, but they have 13, 12. And then... Uh, <laughs> you know, I That's feel Maria like Bamford. I, she's awesome. I was gonna say, I feel like I should know who that is, but I've no idea. No, she's she's in a U.S. comedian. Nobody in the U.S. knows who she is either. So, cool. <laughs> so she's popular then. Yeah, but she's awesome. She's really fun. Sounds Everybody funny. should check her out. Maria Bamford. Maria Bamford. Maria Bamford. I think I think before we we actually get going, we should do a bit of a warning, shouldn't we? Warning. Warning. Number nine. Uh, yeah, because yeah, number nine. Uh, yeah, warning because. Well, so much at the end of the show tonight. So we're going to do a pretty much a normal show, but at the end we're going to have a bit of an after show where we spoil the hell out of Heavy Rain. Yeah, we're going to spoil, yes. the, spoil yeah. the F out of it. The bejeebies. Oh, yeah. You know we will, too. Yeah. So, but you can listen We're going to talk the... about it a little bit before then, too, right? Uh, I didn't know. Uh, what... I, thought, I think we should yeah. just forget it. I think we just yeah. lay, leave it till the end. Whatever. But I've got things to say about it. Oh, you're going to have things, so you Whatever. can say stuff at the end. I just People need to say care. one thing about it right here. Just let me uh, say one then. thing. Go, right. go, 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 quick, quick. That game freaking sucks! Excellent. I hate that game! I can't believe I played it. I'm so mad at myself. Excellent. See, now stop. Now, if you want to know why, yeah. Tune, yeah. In, tune in later. Yeah, tune in later. I like it. I like oh, yeah. it. A bit of There's a prelude. A, a bit of a prelude. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so that's, well, I'm glad we got that sorted out, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I feel better now. I'm I, not even close to having that sorted out. I know, I will sleep better tonight for knowing that. <laughs> I got a list of 32 reasons why oh, that game my. was the worst gaming experience of my oh, life, so there's your teaser. Yeah, I always said it was Marmite. <laughs> anyway, Moving on. Anyway, moving on, moving on. Yes. Have you have you been playing anything else, Duke? I believe you have. I believe you've been I a very have. Fan. Because I went out and sold that piece of crap game as soon as I could. I actually traded it with somebody for Mag, and I've been playing that. Are you eating? Um, Mag- what? Are you eating something? Yeah, I'm having a sandwich. What do you mean you're having a game? sandwich? We're recording a podcast. Why There's are you eating a sandwich? I'm hungry. I haven't not eaten since like 11 a.m. What's um, on, what's on your sandwich? Game. No, no, I want to know. Lo, if you're going to come on the podcast and eat a sandwich, I need to know what's on it. It's a cheese sandwich. It's very exciting. Pickle? No, just cheese and bread. Well, that's a bit boring. Move on, anyway. Carry on. <laughs> I'm sorry that my sandwich isn't interesting. Yeah, I thought you'd have had peanut butter and jelly. That's what I thought Americans ate on sandwiches. Well, I like a good peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But anyway, as I was saying about <laughs> Mag, um, it's a good game. It feels a lot like SOCOM. Uh, it, you can't really get a sense for the many, many people that you have on the battlefield at once. So I'm just like, whatever. And... Uh, what else? I'm having fun with it. Takes itself a little bit too seriously, but the mechanics are decent, and it's weird getting used to the different buttons. And you know, shooting with the R1 is stupid, but uh, yeah, overall, like I say, I'm having a good time. Are you yeah. playing with people that you know or people that you don't know? People that I don't know, and I'm trying to get like Couch Mercs and people who. And I was like, I put a note on the Couch Mercs site, and it was all 
uh, here's what, you know, what, what is the uh, team I should join? And it was all, they, Murphy sent this thing that said, oh, the team is called Battlefield Bad Company. <laughs> Lol. Yeah. And I have that too, so I've been playing that as well. I mean, I mean, how are you finding that? Then, I mean, does it so you don't get this impression of, you know, this huge scale battle? Then not yet. But the other thing is that you start off doing these like training things. So the first sort of you know noob area that they have is kind of a sixty-four player team deathmatch, thirty-two on thirty-two, and it's you know the type of thing where it feels kind of like a conventional shooter. There's a few more people around that you can tell, but it's not dramatically. A different experience. Yeah, so I mean, how would you compare it to Modern Warfare 2 then? So how does it stack up? Uh, you know, Modern Warfare 2 is so fast-paced. Most other games, including Bad Company 2 and Mag, are moving at a slower pace, and it's more about precision. Not that Modern Warfare 2 isn't really precise, but it feels like that game is just boom, 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 one thing after another, and this game is much more about waiting behind cover and shooting people from a very far distance. You know, there was that Penny Arcade comic that said Mag summed up in three panels, and it was like, run for five minutes and then get shot by someone you can't see, and then that's it. And to an extent, it is, but it's still fun. I mean, I'm having a good time with it, probably because I played a lot of the SOCOM games, so I knew exactly what I was going to get. So how do you feel about the you know the way it ranks up then compared to Modern Warfare 2? Well, you is have it to remember good? I've only... is it better? Yeah, you know, you have to remember I've only really played it for about an hour, maybe two. So I don't feel like I'm really able to give a full assessment of it yet. But I'd say Modern Warfare 2 is the more fun game in terms of replayability. But Mag, you know, if, if uh, I, I think it's a good alternative, although I don't think it can really compete with the, for the title... Yeah, so you don't. I mean, it only got fairly. I mean, it didn't get bad reviews, but it wasn't yeah. rated anywhere nearly as highly as Modern right. Warfare. Right, I wouldn't 2. call it a breakthrough game of any kind. And you know, I think if they had put a SOCOM name on it instead of Mag, and you know, not done the three factions, people wouldn't have noticed that it's something different from earlier SOCOM games. Well, apparently they're working on. Is it SOCOM Four now? I believe. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh, funnily yeah. enough, they're actually the next game they're bringing out will be a SOCOM game. They have a lot of capital with the IP, so they might as well capitalize you on know it. You know why they're making the next SOCOM game? Because SOCOM Confrontation wasn't very good. And yeah. that's made by uh, Slant 6, I think, and they cocked it up. Yeah, made of a bit of a mess of it, didn't he? Yeah. So what, what about Battlefield Bad Company 2, then? You, have you played that, Ginny, at all? Is that something you I have, mate, no. I have bought it. It's in my possession, uh, but it's still shrink-wrapped. Oof, still in the mm. shrink-wrappage. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think of that then, Duke? Give us your views, because I, I must admit, I had no real inclination to pick it up at all. As, as much yeah. as I enjoyed the demo, I just wasn't bothered, really. I just weren't bothered. And Duke, Duke, think... before, you talk, before you talk about it... Yes? Don't talk about it with this in the background, go on. Yeah! Um, this game is an adventure into the heart of warfare itself. Um, no, I mean, I'm having fun with it. It's a good game, but it's also, um, you know, the squads are stupid and the matchmaking feels like EA didn't have their act together once again, speaking of 1943. And, but at the same time, you know, the thing about the squads, uh, you know, again, I hate the squads, but the thing about it is that it's tough enough when you're playing Modern Warfare or, you know, even MAG to find people on this big team to talk to who are willing to use their mics, let alone you're on a squad with three other people. When none of them are using their mic, it feels really insulating because you know that people in other 
squads might be talking, but you can't talk to them. So the whole squad thing, I think, is more insulating. Now, on the other hand, I did get into a game with some over-35s folks, and we had a really good time because we were working as a squad. You can spawn on each other and stuff. So I think that squad thing is hit and miss, and it hits if you know the people you're in the squad with. But then again, it took us like 20 minutes to get into a game. So that part of it was kind of broken still. Yeah, you know, I've heard a lot of that. I've heard a lot of people say that it still feels... You know, that they haven't got this sorted out with the servers. Apparently, a lot of the PC servers, are, they were having a lot of trouble on the PC. I haven't heard much about the 360 having any trouble. Well, uh, but the know, PC has definitely... always been bad at that. You know, when are they going to learn, though? When are they going to get it right first time as but, well? But it's, it's a numbers me. game. They want to... Look, there's no... You know, the only real danger of not having enough servers is people are going to get irritated and they're going to write on forum posts and whatever. You'll have a little blowback from that. But if they put in too many servers and they invest too much money, that's a monetary loss. So the way I see it, they're probably just looking at it as a numbers game and they're like, whatever, you know, uh, we're going to try to get away with doing as little as possible and anything that happens negative of that, okay, we'll catch up in that first week and put in the servers as we need to. Yeah, but that's just ridiculous, isn't it? Because that just gets bad press and puts people off right from the beginning. Yeah, I agree, but, you know, I think they can counter the bad press with PR. You know, they can spin it. They, they don't have to worry that much about bad press. I think it mattered a lot more 10 years ago than it does today. Yeah, maybe, I suppose. But, you know, after 1943, they'd have, you know, sorted this out yeah, now, wouldn't you? They should definitely do that, but they just don't. Yeah, I don't know. Have you, uh, have you been playing anything else? Anything else you've been up to? Uh, no, a couple demos for the show, but that's about it. Yeah, I mean, well, uh, heavy rain, you know. Yeah, well, we're coming to that at the end. Stop getting excited, you know. <laughs> and I obviously know you've got a lot to say about. I've got it. a lot to say about that stupid game. You know, um, but yeah, now we'll try to go we'll, you into a fight now. Like, we'll, no, 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 you can wait. No, you can wait. It can, it can wait till the end of the I show. I won't talk about it anymore. No, no more talking about it. Okay. Okie dokie. Right, Chinny, what have you been up to? Have you been up to anything at all? I know you've been busy doing other stuff, so what, what have you been up to? Flat Heavy Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> like, not till the end of the show. Yeah, apply that. Apply that, Heavy Ryan, because, you know, the, the deleted save file, whatever, that it wouldn't corrupt because of the fake leap year we had, I don't know. Yeah, I don't um, think, I'll, I'll be honest with you, you know when you were saying that, I don't think it's anything to do with that, because when I searched, because you'd said it, I thought, well, I'll have a look, see if I can find any solutions, and there were people getting that way before that even happened. That's that's just a game. Well, it may have been that two things were caught, going no, on. No, it's just a know. game. Oh, it was and it didn't affect the Slims anyway, the Slims weren't even affected, it didn't do anything. Uh-huh, to I didn't get affected. <laughs> Whatever, okay, but I've, so... got, I've got something to say about that. Okay, alright, 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 blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. Uh, played... No, no, no. I played. Um... Okay, is that it? Right. No. For the people who like lips. Um... Oh, no. Right. No. No. Shut up. You ask, okay. man. Don't ask if you don't want to hear the answer. Yeah. No. Um, I got from the film lips number one hits. It's like a twenty pound like discounted expansion pack, and it should have been an update. Really, there's not. You you get forty songs. Not very interesting. Um, What's you know, the best you get. Song? Expansion pack. Uh, what's the best song in the expansion pack, Tara? Quicker. That's I don't know that song. Blondie, Quicker. Blondie, which one? Rapture. I don't know. One of the Blondie songs. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, as, as I say, it's it's not. Uh, Marvin Gaye, Through the Grapevine, is a pretty oh, good one. Dude, that's. Cool. Um, 
Yeah, well, there's a rapping one. We enjoy the rap ones. Oh, Beck, loser. There you go. That was All a good right. one. That's, that's uh, good. Uh, yeah, but it, it should have been really just like an update. You know, it's not nothing. It's nothing special. Don't... Andy, how much did you pay for it? Well, it's it's twenty quid, I think. But I wouldn't pay twenty quid for it. If someone loves lips and like they they, I, I don't think it's worth. Yeah, it. but I I think that's not. But that's only fifty p a song, isn't it? I know. Yeah, but that's good value because how much you need to if you download them off the server? 160 Microsoft points. And what does that equate to in pounds, shillings, and pence? Because I've no idea. No, it'd be more than. Uh, about nah, weird, it, it? Nah, I don't know. All right, but uh, <laughs> so it's, 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 it's a good deal, that isn't it? No, I, I, it's just not worth it. It's it's, it's not. I, I don't think it's worth it. Like, because most well, of the no, hold on, let, let me just like tell, like, just shoot, shoot there, stew there. Um, <laughs> all right, because well, okay, you get forty songs or whatever. Um, you, not all of them are brilliant. Not all of them you want to sing. Okay. Uh, um, so like, out of those forty, you might like twenty of them. Um, but at least with the DLC, when you buy a song, you know that you're going to like it because you bought it. And they're very crafty with the way they do DLC because we were scrolling down and it's all on the same menu. And there's like a little bar, a green bar next to the ones that you have to buy. And we didn't notice it until obviously we clicked on it. And uh, yeah. So they're very crafty about that. Oh, but you Not- get Don't Worry, Be Happy? Yeah, we did. We did. We, yeah, yes. Don't Worry, Be Happy was uh, well, I like it because it made me not oh, worry. California Love, sweet. Yeah, yeah, we rapped to, to that one. We are, I'm not a big Tupac fan, but you can't say that because everyone says, no, how can you not like Tupac because he's yeah. dead and stuff. I was like, just because he's dead doesn't mean I can't like him. Uh, no, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, so I, I, I don't think it's worth it. People who like lips, uh, not worth it. Sorry. Yeah, I just had to put that Tupac out there. Not worth it. Yeah, yeah I mean, how, let me ask you this. Can I, this that, was no. a thing, I had a complaint about this when Rock Band 2 came out. I was like, i got to buy a whole new game, and rather they should just release the songs. And a friend of mine said, okay, granted, yes, you're paying for a lot of songs you don't want. But are there some songs on here, because this was true for me in Rock Band 2, where you wouldn't have really known about them otherwise, and you have a lot of fun singing them, or they're good songs, and then you get into that See, music? Like, the, the best songs are the ones that you know, because... Yeah. If you don't know a song, it's it's easy to kind of play Guitar Hero to a song you don't know because you just have to follow those colours. Yeah, but yeah. when you don't singing know the song, singing is tough, yeah, and it, like you just don't know how it goes. Like if if Tara would pick a song that I wouldn't know, and she'd like blitz it, and I have no idea what's coming, uh, you know. And then uh, I picked uh, Becca Loser, even though she she really enjoyed Becca Loser because the lyrics are crazy yeah, in, that, in that song. Um, but you know, it's just if you don't know the song, it's really tough. Where Guitar Hero, it's just easy. You can just right, right. It. There's a Kanye West song. Does he interrupt other people singing and be like, "Yeah, I'm let well, you halfway, yeah, halfway through the the song, he, he comes in and just says, uh, <laughs> "Beyonce, best video of all time." <laughs> I was just yeah. gonna, I was just gonna ask you, you know, if how do you know what random stuff we're gonna say and have a soundbite just ready for it? just the <laughs> well, just I don't. that's the power of YouTube. Yeah, but like, that was seconds, though, with him saying well, it. Well, I'm saying, I've got a lot of stuff on my system, and I know how to pull up stuff when I need it in a hurry. That's oh, all. my God. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Stu, are you next? Have yes, you I'm me? next. Yeah, do you oh. know, I've been, I've been playing a few things, he says. I finished Heavy Rain, so but that's after show. Uh, I do hey, have to don't have... talk about it. We've got to save it until after show. I do, I do have to have a bit of a moan, though. <laughs> Hey, moan. Go, moan. Yeah, I have to have a moan because, right, you know you know when you're saying about those people who were all sad because they were whinging about the PS3s going off, blah-de-blah-de-blah, flippity-flip? Flippity-flip. Yeah. Well, I 
I actually had, had been in work on the Sunday, on the Sunday yeah. to do a, an audit. So I was in work for about six hours. So I had some time to take back. So I thought, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to finish early, you know, because I can finish early. I'm going to come home and I'm going to play Heavy Rain. <laughs> Unfortunately, that wasn't possible. <laughs> <laughs> Because I got home and obviously, what what really frustrated me it wasn't the fact that I couldn't go online because I couldn't have given a flying flippity flip about that. <laughs> and there you go. But you know, it was the fact that I couldn't even play the game offline either. You know, well, it did, it welcome to my it, world with Dragon Age. I know. Well, I, it, I thought of that. I did, but the but the silliest thing is, it was nothing to do with you know DRM or anything like that. It was just to do because he couldn't sync the trophies up. And that's yeah, all. Right. That's all well, that it's it. It's stupid for them to require it in any sense. Yeah, no idea because it couldn't sync the tro. Any game that needed to sync the trophies, it couldn't do, and that was it. So I ended up. I was stupid enough. I decided because you know I'd come on home early anyway. I went upstairs, reinstalled it on my wife's PS3, <laughs> and <laughs> played the from the. Having two I know. Sisters. And played from the beginning again for a bit just to sort of get a few more trophies. Oh, that's double pain. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I did. Sorry, look, 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 wait. wait till the end of the show. Wait till the end of the <laughs> Dang, show. Dang, I right. broke my word. You. But you know What's how we next? were talking about Beck? When I'm upset, I write a song about it. Like when I wrote Devil's Haircut, I was feeling really... What's that song about? There you go. <laughs> Very random. Uh, what's Back next, you? What else Yeah, no, well, playing? I was going to... I've, I've actually... Uh, be, apart from the demos, which we'll talk about in a minute, I've also picked up Final Fantasy Thirteen as well. Oh, yeah, huh? Um, which came today. Which came, I've literally played about 40 minutes of it, so and? I've just... This so you nearly finished it, yeah? <laughs> yeah. you wet your pants. It's just crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm not too sure at the moment. Yeah, it it seems okay, but it has this weird auto battle system. Really? Yeah, it's very odd. Auto battle. Yeah, auto battle. Auto battle. Let me see what I can find on the internet. You guys go ahead and. Yeah, the the battle system is just a bit strange. I mean, I've got to say the opening was really cool, and the CGI just looks fantastic. I've got to say it looks really really nice. Um, for some reason, I don't know even know why I actually bought it on the 360 as opposed to the PS3. I think it's just old habits die hard, really. Um, mm. Because yeah, because normally with single player games, I just get them automatically for the PS3 if it's you know it's single player only because I can play it on the big telly in the living room. Um, so how's that old habit dying hard? I don't know really. I just clicked it, and then after I clicked it and confirmed it, I thought, oh, I should have got it on the PS3, but it was too late then because it had been confirmed. <laughs> so that was that, you know, that was that, and it came through three discs. It's on. It's on three discs, yeah. as we know. Um, but yeah, that, I thought the intro was really nice. The animation is really good. Uh, but it just still... it says the active time battle system will return, but it's not. It yeah, like... no, it is active time. That's how it works. Oh, so but you it... set it up, but then it goes and does the battling after you've set it up. I don't know. It, 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 it's called, you can either do auto battle or manual, so you can do you it... You turn the auto battle off. No, 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 you just pick it. You don't, it doesn't turn on or off. You just pick which one you want to use. But you well, still I'm have to line everything up. Yeah, you still have to line everything up. And then it has this weird chain thing as well. So basically what will yeah. happen is... Uh, if you pick the same thing to fight against, yeah. as opposed to picking a different character, right. the say three the two enemies, of you work together to increase. No, 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 no. If you if you're fighting say three enemies, but you fight against the same one, you you build up this sort of chain against them, and then they stagger, and then you can sort of finish them. 
So, so if you switch between the different ones, and yeah, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not see, overly sold at the moment, but I'm, you know, making my way through. But it. see that all that complication and stuff combined with what I'm reading here about roles and paradigms and Christarium and all this stuff, it feels like they add one of these new things in every game. And by now, it's like 20 different things you're supposed to keep track of with the break state and the roll system and the summoning junction crystals and all that crap. And I'm like, what happened? Happen to like hit points and spell points, and that's enough. Yeah, and I keep forgetting that there's no way to defend either, is there? You just sort of do right. your move, and then whatever they do against you is what happens. You know. Well, there should be like I, in past games, there has been an option to like shield yourself instead of attacking. But yeah, there may be, but I just haven't figured that out yet. I don't suppose. You know, I haven't. I haven't really played it enough. But yeah. it does look gorgeous. You know, I can't. Well, it's always going to look. Gorgeous. Yeah, I can't take that away from it. You know, it does look really nice, and the voice acting is fairly good. You know, no issues with the voice acting so far. You know, they all sound pretty cool. Yeah, I'm going to give it a good whirl. Right, let's move on because there has been a demo released this week, um, which I, I reckon I, I'm actually quite impressed with. I thought it was pretty good. So let's see what you think, first of all, Duke, because Chini hasn't played it. He hasn't had time. Sorry, I've been to that there, London. So let's come to you, Duke, first, which is, of course, Just Cause 2 came out this week. Yes. So what did um, you think? I actually had a lot of fun with it. I went in thinking, I, I, I'll admit I had a prejudiced mind when I was thinking. I wasn't able to keep my mind open very much, but it did a good job of sort of impressing me with the fun element of it, which I think was something that felt like it was missing. I, I think they really got the movement mechanics and the gameplay stuff down a little better. Switching guns felt a little confusing because sometimes you push the Y button and st- to switch between guns and sometimes you push up. Like if it's one-handed versus two-handed guns, I found that kind of confusing. But overall, the the name of the game is, well, at least the part I was playing in the demo was causing chaos and making things nuts, you know? like there's I heard, that... I heard the plot is you have to blow stuff up. Yep. That's pretty That's much the impression it. I get from the demo, yeah. Yep, wait. That's yeah. the whole point. So, yeah, I mean, don't go in expecting a good story, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's fine. That, that'll do. Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, y'all play that game State of Emergency? PS2, original Xbox, no, it was sweet. You were, like, running around a mall causing destruction. Like, that was the whole game. And, like, the basic bare-bones story around it was there's an evil corporation that's taking control of everything, and now you have to stop them. So it was just very silly. But it was a lot of fun, you know? You're just causing chaos. There's that thing in Saints Row. I don't know if it's in 2 because I haven't played it yet, but you're basically causing mayhem, you know? And you get more points yeah. the more things yeah. you blow up and stuff. So that's what this game, the whole game is like that. So it's cool, you know, to be rewarded constantly for blowing stuff up. Whereas in GTA or whatever, a lot of times you don't get any points for blowing things up. It's just you get to see a cool explosion. But so, there, there is a lot more than that. I mean, did you do the, the race? Did you go to the desert and I do the race? I did a little bit like of that, that stuff. I don't really like races in games these days. So. But in a light aircraft, come on. That was wow. just full. But, you know? but I like the fact that you don't necessarily have to hop on a motorbike or something. That grappling hook can get you around quickly, which is yeah. very nice. does that Yeah, does that really work? I mean, like, yes. it does. They really walk, me through, walk me through some of the uh, situations where... Okay, so here's you know, the thing. Did like you want to crazy... do this? Yeah, no, you go for it. Well, so the basic thing I like about it, and I haven't done a whole lot of it because 
um, the, the, there's this timer for the demo, and you spend the first like ten minutes figuring out how all the controls work and doing the very first, you know, like target range, whatever, just randomly blowing stuff up. And then there's all these things popping up, and you want to go do all those different things. So I didn't feel like I really spent a lot of time with the stunt things. But here's the thing: you have the the, the little crosshairs in the middle of the screen always, right? When it gets over, when you point it at something that you can grapple onto, it changes slightly, so you know you can grapple to that. You hit the button to grapple, and you start zooming toward it. But at any point, you can hit the A button, and it'll launch the parachute and swoop you up in the air a little bit. Once you're up there, of course, when you're looking around at things, you might be able to B, jump action style onto that truck, or grapple onto something, or do a combination, and you can use the grapple hook to yank at your enemy's feet, and knock them off their feet, and then shoot them. And So I think they've done a really good job of balancing that uh, playability with the big explosive action pieces that you'll see. Yeah, no, I've got to agree. I think what, what was particularly nice for me was how intuitive it felt. You know, that yeah. using the grapple hook, there was absolutely no issues at all, because I was worried about that. Because when you, when you obviously saw people... Uh, playing the demo, um, it was quite sort of. It didn't look like it. You know, it looked like it might be quite complicated. Yeah. You know, that's how it sort of felt. It looked really, yeah. you know, possibly very complicated in in how you did it. But you know, once you actually got into the game, it wasn't it wasn't complicated at all. It just yeah. it just seemed to flow. It does. You know, flow. it just and, seemed to you flow. You know, my big complaint about the first one was that it it didn't yeah. it feel good and the controls felt sketchy and the vehicles were a nightmare these are a lot better so i mean the one I, thing that... i don't know if i'll go rushing out to buy it day one but i'm definitely much much more interested in it now that i've played the demo i was cool. going to say the one thing that sort of made me sort of think you know what it's, it's really quite good this is that i've played it three times and that 20 that 30 minutes you get to play the demo just seems like no time at all it goes very quickly well yeah. the fact that you played yeah, it three right, times fun thing the, pl- the fact that you played it three times, Stu, speaks for itself, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does. It did feel like, God, lovers, you know, that's... Uh... I mean, but the, by the way, the, they have built stuff into the game to allow you to extend the time limit, you get? Really? Well, oh, that's cool. That. So that. basically, there's a list of things that you can do to extend the time. So if you complete that race challenge, you know the race challenge, you get two extra minutes. Well, would it take you two minutes to do the race? Well, you got two minutes to do it, though. Um, if you complete uh, the faction mission, you get an extra minute. If you discover 10 locations, you get 30 seconds more. Uh, if you do 100% complete three locations, you get another 30 seconds. If you get 50 kills, it's another 30 seconds. If you get five melee kills, it's 30 seconds. Well, five... I must have gotten some of these and just yeah. not realized that it was extending it my was time. Extending your put time. a big sign up. Your time has been extended. Yeah, five melee kills, 30 seconds. Five fall kills, 30 seconds. Five juggle kills, 30 seconds. I don't know why. See, I didn't do any of the juggle killing, and there's also something apparently you can latch your grapple hook to an enemy and then ha- attach it to a car or something? I didn't do any yeah, of that. I, d- no. I did that with some of the pedestrians, which was quite amusing. Nice. Well, yeah, a bit sick. But anyway, um, that's called a drag <laughs> killer. That's not pedestrians. That's a drag killer, I assume, and you get another 30 seconds of that. Five pinata kills. I don't know where they were. Pinata kills, 30 seconds. Uh, five hang kills, 30 seconds. Five road kills, 30 seconds. Ten headshots, 30 seconds, which I got. I got that one. Uh, one wrecking ball, 30 seconds. Uh, base jump 300 meters, 30 seconds. Parachute climb 150 meters, 30 seconds. Uh, drive 10 unique vehicles, 30 seconds. Five stunt driver points, 30 seconds. Five hijackings, 30 seconds. And a low flyer for 15 seconds gets you another 30 seconds. So there you go. There you go. So, so there you do go. all those things, people, and you'll be able to play the game more. 
a little bit longer without mind you. You can just as easily just reload it. A little more demo, please. Um, but yeah, no, I, I was really, I was really quite impressed with it. And then, you know, I, I didn't mind the first game. I quite enjoyed the first game. So you know, to yeah, me, yeah, we know it was a bad big, taste. I know, um, but at least he doesn't run like he shit himself this time. You know, so that helps. That helps because the first yeah. time he just looked like he was running around and he done a huge log in his pants. Um, Okay. Anything else anyone's been playing at all, or are we sort of... No, I think we're done. No, that's weird, isn't it? You know, we usually have quite a few things to talk about playing. Well, I can say more about Bad Company and Mag, but... Yeah, we're done. done. Are we done? We don't need to. We got got a big after show Yeah, I think it's it's true. I think it's true to say. So, I think... Well, I think it's fair to say that Duke has been a little excited this week. It's fair to say. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy! Yeah, he's been a little bit excited because he did uh, manage to secure an interview with Robin Miller, no less. Yeah. Did you, did you ask him the question about the foods he liked? Like I, asked you to... I did not. What do you mean? <laughs> that was a good question, that. You know? Keep telling yourself that. I'll tell you what, when you line up an awesome interview with one of the greatest game makers in the world, you can ask him. For, people, the... for people that don't know who he is, do explain. Yeah, no. explain. Robin explain. Miller was... I say this at the start of the interview, but anyway, he was, uh, he along with his brother Ran founded Cyan uh, Incorporated, uh, which was the game that created Myst and the sequel Riven. Now, Broder Bond and other studios took over, and actually Cyan continued, but um, they weren't really, uh, those two guys weren't really involved in the creation of the third, fourth, and fifth games, um, but they did create the first two, and so ever since I played them, I've just been huge fans of theirs and just thought they were the coolest people ever, so. It was an incredible honor. Uh, yeah, let's listen to Duke Cream in his pants while he talks to his idol. Welcome to the Veteran Gamers interview. I am very honored to have with us uh, Mr. Robin Miller. He was a co-founder of Cyan, which uh, of course was the video game company that produced Myst and its sequel, Riven. And uh, Mr. Miller, welcome to the show. Hi, everybody. <laughs> um, Thanks. Yeah, thank you so much. I just want to start by saying, of course, that it's an incredible honor to be speaking with you. Uh, I really fell in love with Mist and uh, spent a lot of hours both there and in Riven uh, when I was younger. And I'm, I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit about what some of your inspirations were for those early games. Really, I had a lot of inspirations, and it's hard for me to pinpoint exact, you know, inspirations for either of the games, Mr. Riven. Um, I would say... For Myst, most clear inspiration uh, would be probably novels uh, that I was reading at the time. I've said this a lot, but I was reading a lot of like Jules Verne books, and there was there was sort of a you know some of the visual stuff that I was getting from those books made it into the game. And I was specifically right around the time we were coming up with the idea for the to put Myst on to an island, because at one point it wasn't. I was reading the book Mysterious Island, and um, so, you know, that was that was one of the more clear inspirations. You know, there's all sorts of things that were just nebulous. Right, and, sort of drawn into uh, the creative process, I'm sure. And they're just, you know, back, they're childhood inspirations. Of course, there's things like Star Wars, I think, inspired everybody. Too numerous to, to, uh, to even begin to count. Sure, absolutely. And what would you say was your favorite thing about the creation process? You'd done other games before that, yeah, the Rabbit Hole and so forth? 
always my favorite thing is to just start out with that blank pe- blank sheet of paper in any project and then just begin to, to, to fill in the idea. You know, to work through all of the, the problems, trying to connect all the dots, the design process, in other words. I, I really, really enjoy that. I love that part of, of a project. And, you know, once you get that done, and that, that takes a long time. How long would you say it took for Mist and then maybe for Ruben? For Mist, it took a much shorter amount of time, and I just I don't think we really... We didn't realize how much we should put into it. And it worked well for us, though. And we took about maybe two months, three months, is what I remember us putting into it. For Riven, it, we took a lot more time. And I, I'm, I don't remember exactly now. It's been a long time since Riven came out. But it seemed like we took more like something like six months. Once we got started in both those projects, we continued designing what, while the projects got started up. And that always works that way. You know, you, you should continue to evolve the project once things start up. So, Yeah, we get the sense in Riven that the, the story, the backstory is sort of a little more developed, a little deeper. Not that it wasn't there in Mist, obviously, but uh, was there a conscious effort to give a little more of that character depth in the second game? Well, you know, I would say actually it wasn't there in Mist. I mean, we really didn't have much backstory in Mist. We we really just kind of had a modicum of a story and just uh, the very you know the smallest amount to kind of hang things on, and and so when we got to Riven, we realized we we really need to fill this out, and so that's what we did. We created much more of a backstory. We created just much more of a of a mythology uh, behind it all, and uh, I think that's why Riven feels like a more believable environment. And you you had acted as the roles you and, and Rand had acted as the roles of uh, the characters in the first game. How did you cast the character of Gain in the second? Uh, that was really fun. We, we we had a casting call for a couple of the characters that we needed, a few of the characters we needed, and we started, you know, receiving just tapes. And when we received that one tape with the actor played Gain, it was just uh, an obvious shoe in for the part. I mean, he just read those lines and we immediately knew he, you know, he just fit the part so perfectly. And it was the first tape that it was, it was so, so obvious that he was again. So, and it was just a real enjoyable and very different uh, part of a very different thing for us to do. We, you know, we had done nothing like that for Mist. Mist was such a, a shoestring type of project where everything we did, we did by ourselves, you know. And, and so Riven, we had a little bit more of a budget. Riven was still on a shoestring, but we had a, we had a bit more. We had a little bit more to 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 create the project on. And, and I got the sense from the creation video that, you know, in, in the first game, that it was a, a very sort of tight-knit community. It was a small group that worked very closely with each other. Did you have to expand that for Riven? Was there a loss of intimacy in that expansion? You know, it still was, for Riven, it was still such a uh, small group. When we are ramped up at, our, at the largest, at the greatest point near the end, we only had like 12 artists working on the thing. And so that, you know, when you've got only 12 artists, that's still a very intimate group. And so I don't feel like we lost anything at all. I, It was a great team of people, and they were all incredibly talented, and they all had their hearts in the thing. And I enjoyed it more than the first one, or as equal. A different project, a different kind of project. 
they both had their strengths. They both had their weaknesses. That was a different way of working on something. And, and, you know, the first one obviously had the different ages that we were going to. The second one was sort of more unified. They were all sort of, they looked somewhat similar in, in their design. Was that a, a conscious decision? Did you worry that you were losing something in making that choice? We didn't worry. We did think about it. We knew that uh, people who had played Myst might be wanting that same sort of thing, uh, like that kind of um, hub age and then going off to those other ages and we just we kind of just wanted to do something different and we feel strongly that you've just got to do what you, you know as creators you've got to do what you want to do and we had so we did with Riffin now it may have hurt us I don't know with Riven seemed to do pretty good I know when I heard there was a sequel coming I was just ecstatic so I think a lot of you gamers had that same feeling I feel good that we that we went with the design we went with, but I also liked Mist's design of having that hub age. Uh, in any case, um, I think Riven still felt that it had sort of a hub in a psychological sense because that place you first landed at, you felt a little bit grounded there, and so you 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 move out from that one area, those other those other islands. Yeah, one thing that always struck me about Riven is that there's that sort of dagger-like statue in the beginning area there, and it, it, you it, like you say, you return to that spot several times through the game, and then at the end, of course, there's this tremendous change that takes place. Was that a conscious effort to to provide some sort of climactic? Uh, grand scale uh, disruption, or, or was that just sort of something that seemed to fit with the flow of the story? Well, it was a conscious thing to, you know, have the, the, the whole climax of the story take place at that place where you where you first appeared. Yeah. You know, you you and 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 in any really, I think um, where there's an, an environmental, I don't know what to call it really. I guess in a game, in a place like. A place where a user or a gamer can wander around, you know, you typically have something that's based on a hub. And I think of something like Disneyland or, or, or you, you know, it, it helps people uh, position themselves in the environment. And and so it just made sense to have the, the, the entire process or the game in this case or the story climax at that same at that same place, at that same position, because you want to feel like the whole thing ends, begins there, and then it arcs throughout the story, and then it ends there. So, talking about music a little bit, you know, the, the music in Mist, obviously, and Riven sort of broke new ground in establishing ambient mood. You had said that you wanted to make sure it wasn't like Super Mario Brothers, and it was able to sort of exist in the background. And then, of course, in, in 2005, you released an album with Keith Moore under the Project Ambo. I'm wondering if you could just talk a little bit about your thoughts about how music and video games interact and what's needed for quality music in a game. Um, you know, uh, I think it really depends on the game. You know, I've, like, for example, recently played a number of, well, I've played a number of different games, but certain games really call for music that's just right out in the forefront. And, uh, y y your attention is brought to that music. You want to really hear it. Projects like Myst or Riven, uh, the music needs to just lay back uh, into the background, much more so than a film where the music can be more linear. In Riven and Mist, the music needed to be something you really, almost like a sound effect. And I, I, I would say, to a certain extent, in Mist, the music uh, was a little too much in, into the forefront. It, it, it um, was a little too noticeable. 
and hopefully with Riven, it became something more like a sound effect. It, it fell back a bit more and just, there was a lot more noises as sounds. And sometimes it sounded like gears in the distance or sometimes it sounded like wind in the distance, things like that. And that was my motive at least, you know, where it, it, it sounded a little less like music and a little bit more like that just pure ambience. And it felt uh, like it faded in more slowly and faded out a little more slowly in the second game than in the first. Yeah, exactly, right. So you mentioned you playing video games. I'm just curious to know what sort of games really catch your interest and uh, what your thoughts are about sort of the state of video games in 2010. I have played games like, well, of course, you know, Wii Sports, things like this. Everybody loves Wii Sports. Uh, I like, you know, Zelda. Uh, the Zelda games I think are fun. Super Mario games, I think, are kind of fun. I play with my kids. I think there's still, a, like, a real potential with, you know, uh, games that would be more like Myst, but involve a lot of movement. The closest thing I can think of to that would be something like Zelda, but it just hasn't come to fruition yet, and I'm, I'm surprised it hasn't, actually. I'm, I would have thought that, that would have, you know... Uh, coming out by now. Yeah, sure. I, I don't suppose you played Heavy Rain at all. That's one of the games that a number of people I know have been talking about. I haven't, no. <laughs> there was a rumor about a science fiction channel show based on Miss. I don't suppose there's any news about that. or. I have not even heard that rumor. Is that right? Uh, I read some interview with Rand somewhere that said uh, that Sci-Fi Channel was thinking about making a show based on Mist. He had said, don't get your hopes up. No, yeah. <laughs> this is something I haven't heard about. Um, yeah, I mean, you know. Just so you know, I am not uh, like a privy necessarily to every rumor that you know. Or, oh, sure. Or, yeah, I'm. I'm pretty much um, not completely not part of Cyan anymore. Uh -huh. uh, so. And so, uh, do, are you? Uh, did you have any connection with the iPhone version of the game, or are you getting any money from that? No, not at all. Okay. Um. In terms of your different activities, you know, you, I, I, a lot of people have described you as being sort of a renaissance man, having worked with the game design element, the music, you know, you have a production company that does things in terms of cinema and so forth. What creative elements would you say you enjoy about video game design that be unique to that medium? Mm. Uh, well, you know, I, I, boy, you know, I got into video game design kind of accidentally. And for me, it was very exciting and this was way back, you know. Uh, it was very exciting to create this uh, world. Uh, we were doing this game, The Manhole, and and it was just like I would turn a corner and not know what I was going to draw, and um, and then I would just draw something, and then bring out buttons all over the screen and just just go. And so it was just sort of like my imagination was just directly being spilled out upon the page. It was a very artistic process, a direct artistic process. And I was, I never really thought about it as a, um, a computer game ever. So it was really just the art, the straight art of it. And I guess it was a mixture of just drawing and the drawing in the sense of drawing within that, the realm of a, this world, you know, creating art in the sense of this what was the closest thing I, I, to a 3D world at the time. It wasn't three-dimensional, three but, you know, you can move around inside of it. So, 
it was an expression of sorts. And I guess that's what I really enjoyed about it. And then to add music on top of that, that just made it that much more, that much more pleasing uh, or expressive. And it was a cinematic experience, to, in a sense. That was my pleasure. That's what I, I took pleasure in, in, in that whole experience. And that's, that's, where I, that's why I enjoyed doing Mist and, and, and Riven. That's, I guess that's best way to describe it. Yeah. Um, now, I, I know that whenever people write articles about y your your work, uh, they usually work the word mist into their headlines, and I'm wondering if there have been particularly bad puns or silly plays on words that you've had to endure over the years. <laughs> well, I remember, uh, I remember there was gorillas in the mist. <laughs> and that, you know, it was, um, funny for about five seconds right. <laughs> yeah and so just to, to finish off um, I understand there's a production company that you've created called Land of Point is there anything you can tell us about the goals of that company in general or um, what, you, what you've done with it well when Land of Point was first created I was working on developing a screenplay for a film and that was right after Riven and I I think what happened with that is what I my plans were for that was were way too ambitious and and it just didn't you know work out and I I, I since then pulled way back on that and at this point now I'm just working on another completely different project but uh, so um, is there any chance that you might at some point go back and make another video game in the future you know I don't ever want to say that I wouldn't do something like that. I've thought about it, but I've thought about it way, you know, in the back of my mind, but right now I'm, I'm certainly not planning on that. So. All right, well, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk with you, and uh, again, I really thank you for all the magnificent hours of gameplay that you gave us, and uh, I, uh, I, I, I thank you very much for your time. You bet. Welcome back after that. Um, yeah, no, I've, I've got to say I was quite impressed, you. Cause... He's so cool. Yeah, I think you did quite a good job there. He did sound like a really nice bloke, didn't he? Yeah, he was so friendly, and, you know, my email to him was like, oh, I, you know, there's games and this and that. And he was like, yeah, I'll be free Tuesday, give me a call. And I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah, I'll what I was free. expecting. What was, what's he going to say? Like, you'll have to arrange an appointment with my secretary. <laughs> But no, yeah, it was, it was a good conversation, and uh, I, I really can't thank him enough for the cool. games and for the interview. Yeah, I mean, was it was it a long distance call? Was he does he live quite a way off from where you yeah, live? Well, right? He's on the west coast, I think. And I had hoped to do it through Skype, so I apologize for the kind of scratchy volume there. It I had to do it through the speakerphone of my actual telephone. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, no, I've got to say, I mean, what I was impressed with the most was his uh, comments on. You know, how he came up with the art style and, you know, how they came up with the ideas for the game. You know, I thought, I thought it was pretty cool. You know, it's, it's, it's good to get that insight, isn't it, to how game developing works. I mean, did he do any games after Riven? No, no, he's no. never done another game since then. And, you know, he's worked on, you know, music and movie projects and stuff. But, um, no, no other games. And like he said in the thing, you know, he might do it. He doesn't want to ever say never, but that's not where his head's at right now. And... I, you know, I can see having put so much work into the puzzles and the backstory and things. You know, they really developed the characters a lot and so forth. 
And I can see that being such an investment that he may not want to make that right now, but you never know what the future will bring. Yeah, no, I think it was interesting when he said he, he almost did it by accident. You know, it was almost yeah. like an accident in making the game in the first place. And and I think that's probably true because, again, it was it was a very unique t- kind of game. There's nothing ever been quite like it since, has there, I suppose. Yeah, it's true. And, and, you know, what they said about, if nobody's ever seen the Making of Mist movie that came out with the first game, it's really very interesting. There's a version of it on YouTube, but the last one I saw there was the audio was messed up. But you may be able to find it somewhere. It's the, the whole process of making the game was very organic. And like he said, there was a very small group that worked on Mist, and then a small group as well on Riven, which I didn't know before the interview. So it was, you know, this, this group of people. You know, they say a camel is a horse designed by committee. And I think that's true about a lot of games. There's so much that's just jammed in and added in, and every, every team is trying to get their own thing noticed with the audio and the graphics and the textures and the helmets and whatever it is. So I think you can have a much more pure vision when you have a small group of people working together and experimenting with different things. And there's a guy who was talking about how he got an idea for one of the ships by watching The Little Mermaid, and he was like just seeing some little fish shape, and he was like, oh, yeah, I'll use that in the game, and he does. And it's a really interesting thing to see people taking that you know random inspiration from all over the place and put it to work in a game. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the last thing to to mention before we do move on is that, uh, yeah, if you've never played Mist, uh, it is available on the iPhone or iTunes, as uh, Duke did mention on the on the interview. So, yeah, it's only yeah. it's only about two or three pounds. It's not a massive investment, and, even though he doesn't get any of that money. I know, I believe which not. Is yes, a shame. yeah, he, yeah, it was a very short answer that I have to say. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's it's definitely worth downloading and and having a go because it's a really good version and. It'll completely mess with your head. Yes, I think it does. And the um, sequel Rivet's coming out soon. It is. That is also coming to the iPhone yeah. Rivet. So I will be giving that a whirl because I did enjoy Mist. I did yeah. enjoy it. And uh, I yeah. spent days just thinking about it, you know. Oh, yes. And that's what that game it gets right under your skin. It and does Riven that. does the same thing. Really? So can can you actually move around in Riven or is it still the same? It's the of... same basic idea, but there is more movement of vi- vision. It's not until... Uh, Exile, the third game, that you have 360 look-around options, right. but it's still one screen at a time on Riven. Ah, right. Well, that's okay. I don't mind. I didn't mind that at all, really, to be honest. No, it's, it, it works for, you know, they did a really good job of suiting this very interesting game and an interesting style of gameplay to the technology they had available. You could tell if they had had more advanced technology, they would have done even more cool things with it, but they figured this is where we are. Let's do as much as we can with this. I remember in the, just one last thing. I remember in the missed instruction manual, it said something like, don't just click everywhere you see and hope you hit something. Cause that's not the point of this game. And that really stuck with me because that was always my, you know, intention when I walked into an area, I was like, oh, just start clicking everything. But then I realized, wait, it's not about that. It's about thinking logically what is likely to work for me here. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it was very good. I'm going to say very good. Okay, moving on. Hey, let's on. move on. Yeah, let's move on. Um, yeah, there's been some fairly big news this week, has to be said, which I thought would have been safe for, you know, a GDC or an E3, to be honest. Well... Yeah, yeah. Valve so, don't operate on games. I know. Characters. I'm quite surprised, really. I'm quite it's surprised. It's the best way to promote a sequel ever. Yeah, well, I think we need to start at the beginning because not everybody may have, have sort of yeah, know what, what the talking about, man? the full story. Um, but yeah, what I are mean, you talking about, man? All right, all right. Hold your horses. Hold your horses. I can't hold my horses. They're wild horses, man. So basically, early last week. Um, 
He said, while it may be news to all you non-PC players out there, yesterday Portal received a mysterious update, so this is on the PC version only, uh, that immediately prompted excitement in the PC community. So why should you all be excited? Well, uh, Goonline, which is this website, have rounded up all that's been happening, and it all seems to point to Portal 2. So this was before there'd been any official announcement or anything. So this is how it goes. So it says, uh, Many of the hardcore on Steam forums are admitting defeat, saying they've hit a brick wall. Another rundown event can be seen here, which is a link. Right now, we either wait until a very, very clever person makes a breakthrough, or we're at Valve's mercy. So this is how it goes. So yesterday, Portal receives mysterious update, blah, blah, blah. Please quickly log on that the radio in the starting room now has a green light. And it, if you take it around the game, it will sometimes make weird noises due to radio interference. So this is so you had to basically carry the radio from the very start pod in Portal around the game whilst you played it. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then in and then you would get a noise in twenty six different areas in the game. So you had to walk around until you got this radio interference noise. Then record it. So you had to then record the noise from your speakers or some way onto your PC. Okay? And you got an achievement. If you got all 26, you got an achievement. Okay. Then they realized, right, that if you played it through a stenography program, I have no idea. Oh, a steganography? I have no idea what the hell that is. That translates Morse code into images, and it's it's an image made by text. So there you go. You get 26 cryptic images in a numbered sequence. Okay. Then another clever man runs a number string through an MD5 hash translator. And gets a landline number to Kirkland uh, near Valve HQ. Okay, I mean, what? What? Then more clever people find out that it's not a phone fax line, but a data line hosted, hosting a BBS and Telnet IT. Any idea what the hell that is? Uh, I'm lost now. I know, BBS and Telnet ID. Those are old school ways of communicating online. Okay, so it says use a clue from one of the files to figure out the BBS user password login info. Done as you guess by more clever people. They end up with a bunch of ASC2 artwork. I have no idea. I'm assuming you might know this, Duke, what ASC2 is. Yeah, yeah, that's the, what you're using little X's and zeros and ones and whatever to make an image. Excellent. Ask, it's called, it's pronounced ASCII art. Yeah, well, I wouldn't have known that. Come on, um, let's give it a call, shall we? Anyway. You're sort of touch. Yeah, I have no idea of all these kids. <laughs> what do I know about nerdy stuff like this? I have no idea. Yeah. You're so anyway, I, I know I'm not, I'm not enough of that leety stuff. Uh, so a collection of this ASCII artwork can be seen here. People get to work on the ASCII in an in-game screenshot may very well have been found by turning one of the ASCII artworks. Some believe a picture of what seems to be two hand-holding robots is significant. Others dispute it, claiming it shows the skeleton of a chicken. And therefore, they are not connected. You know, ASCII art at the end of the Portal, when they're playing the Still Alive song, there's all sorts of ASCII art. I know. You know, it has the aperture. You know what I'm talking about? The aperture logo yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. cake and all that? That's ASCII art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I know what it is now, now that okay. you've told me. Okay. Uh, and then it's other speculate okay. that this may be uh, <laughs> combined super soldiers. This one and this one. Another collection of ASCII is posted here. This is so far. We'll try and update as it happens on the official discussion here. So, like, all these very clever people, because I wouldn't have even begun to know what the hell they were all playing at. Uh, people with too much out. time on their hands, yeah. it sounds like. Now, in addition to that, there was also uh, an inclusion of a new ending to the original Portal. There was. Yeah. This exci- Can I talk about this? this exci- yeah, you go for it. Right. Uh, at the end of Portal, we all know you get sucked up from out the ground, and then you land, and then everything's broken. And then it fades to black. Alright? In the extended ending, so it fades to white. No matter. 
uh, in the extended ending, you hear an extra robot voice. You don't see anything, you just hear it, and it says, welcome to something, something. And then it starts to drag you away, which this, yep. this alluded to just kind of, this is where Portal 2 is going to start. And as if that whole thing is a f- one whole big test, and you passed it, so thank you for doing that, now it's time to take you to the next one. Yeah, that's not how it goes as it goes. It's a that's, very interesting scene. Yeah, that's not the story. Um, basically, Game Informers released quite a lot of details. I was quite surprised how many details they did have on the game. Um, basically, no, what the, what the robot voice says to you, you know, what the, as, you, you know, as you're getting lowered into the lava, and yeah. uh, GLaDOS tells you to stay where you are. Yeah. And just wait until you've sort of, right, you know, right. you're finishing now, blah, and you jump off, doesn't, don't you? And she tells you to take the position, doesn't she, where you lie on the floor with your arms by your side? Or something like that, and, and a, a, a worker will come and collect you, or something like that, she says to you, doesn't she? Well, that's what yeah. the, the robot voice at the end of the game says. Oh, yeah, that's right. It says, thank you for assuming the yes, position. Yes, assuming right. the, the sort of pickup position, or something yeah. like that it is. And then you get dragged away. Uh, but, but GLaDOS is back, and the game's actually set 100 years after the first one. Oh, my God. Years. Yeah, so 100 years has passed by since the, oh. since the first game ended. And basically, what's what's really cool, what they've incorporated into the into the second game is the the actual facility has been taken over by all the AI robots and stuff that are in there because they didn't want any human characters or other human characters for you to interact with. So they sort of said, "Well, how are we going to change it up so it's it's not the same as the first game?" So the way they've done this is you have some like guides that you can carry around with you to unlock doors and do different things with. And they're like, you know, the uh, you know, GLaDOS, the ball with the eye on. Yeah. Well, they're basically those, disembodied of those, and they run around on rails uh, throughout the game, and you can sort of pick those up. And basically, GLaDOS is waiting for you, and, and the, the game starts with one asking you, do you want to... Uh, it can help you to escape, basically. And when you get outside of the facility, GLaDOS sort of is waiting for you. And then you get thrown into a load more very complicated puzzles. Yeah, I'm, bit, I'm still aware. I mean, it's Valve, so I'm sure they'll do brilliant. But, you know, as I said before, I kind of wish they didn't make a sequel to Paul because I love it so much. Yeah, it is a danger that it'll have some yeah. Bioshock 2. No, do you know what? I don't think it's going to be as bad as that. Well, no. no, obviously not. But, I mean, when something is as beautifully crystallized as the first Portal game was, there's always a danger in expanding. Yeah. I mean, the, the the funny thing is, I mean, when you read the interview with the guys and they're talking about the game, he basically said that the first game was more of a demo, really. They, they, they only put it on the orange box because they didn't know whether people would like it or not. Yeah. And that's why it was so short as well. That's why it was only about two or three hours long. Yeah. Um, and obviously they said that was just a tester, really, to see if people liked it. And if they did, then they would make what's basically this, which is going to be the full game. Right, and it, there's Game Informer has this thing that's like the top ten things you need to know about Portal Two, and one of them is um, it's still all about the player, and so it seems like they're making an intent, an intentional effort to make sure that that intimacy and the the be- beautiful uh, complexity born out of simplicity is still the heart of the game, which I'm very I'm very happy to hear that. Yeah, I mean the other thing that they've said there'll there'll be different items in the game, so there's different types of cubes. Are going to be available in this one, cool. and some of them are reflecting, so you can actually refract lasers to to send them in different directions. Yep. So that's going to be, and also it's going to have two-player co-op local and online. 
So there's going to be two-player co-op or local and online co-op. And uh, the way the co-op will work is you, you will have a portal gun each, and some of the puzzles will require you to do... That's crazy. Four that portal surprising. Holes. That's very surprising. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, what they basically said was, what they found when they actually talked to people who played the game, they said there were so many people who played together, sat mm. next to each other on a sofa, right. that it just made sense. Yeah, it just made sense yeah. to make it a co-op experience because well, of and played it the that possibilities way. for co-op games are really expanded now before you know compared to what they were in the past. Like, it hasn't really been possible to do a game like this successfully online with co-ops. So. I think it's going to be... I mean, the fact they put local co-op in, for me, is quite a cool thing as well, you know, because they've obviously thought about people who just, you know, who do want to sit next to each other with their wife on the sofa, and it's a game that right. they could enjoy as well, you know? I just I just think it's cool, all right. And it's definitely releasing this year. You know, they've confirmed it's going to be released this year in the autumn. Yeah, it's a full game. <laughs> yeah. And full price. <laughs> full game. Yeah, but it's a full game. I'll, you know, look, right, let's finish up with this. Um, everybody loves Half-Life. Half-Life yep. 2 was better. Yep. There you go. Yeah, I think that's good. I think that's good. Right, let's move Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Ah. L- oh, oh, that's a kill it. Yeah. Uh, I'm sad theory when it comes to Valve, but your point is taken. Yeah. Uh, okay, what's next, Stu? Yeah, move on. Downloadable Tomb Raider game coming from Crystal Dynamics. <laughs> what? Really? Tomb Raider. Yeah, really? Mind you, do you know what? I don't think this is a bad idea because it had really lost some of its sort of sheen, hadn't it, on the full titles? Yeah. You know? I don't really have an opinion about that. I just felt like hearing they that. Should, they should call it uh, Laura Croft the Ring Road of Doom. And it yeah. should be set in Derby uh, on the Laura Croft Ring Road. There you go. Brilliant. That's, that's too soon, dude. They're working on that. The Ring yeah. Road of Doom. I don't know. I think this is going to be quite cool because it's, it's, it looks to me like it's going to be more like a puzzle game. As a as opposed to a normal sort of because all the, all the camera angles are fixed, so each screen that you sort of area or you know area that you're playing in is a fixed screen. Mm. Yeah, so I can want... see that being a lot of pressure on a full retail title to have a lot more than just interesting puzzles. If they mm-hmm. can go back to sort of the basics of here's some interesting thing you got to figure out, then they don't have to spend as much time on faces and you know all that character animation and stuff. I also Lara Croft hasn't really done well. Uh, in the last couple of games, yeah, so why, why not? You know, why not change it? Yeah, no, I think I mean you only have to look at Shadow Complex to see that if you put a decent game out on, you know, Xbox Live Arcade or PSN, it, it does do well and can make quite a considerable amount of cash in the process. Yeah. I think yeah, it's this different isn't based on an Orson Scott card novel, though. Whatever. Uh, I think it's Whatever. different enough to uh, it's different enough to attract attention, and for that reason, yeah. I think it'll do all right. Yeah, I do. I think that's. I think it's a good move. We'll still see another lot, like another Tomb Raider. I think, like you know, like a normal one that we're used to. But I think this yeah. is like a side In project. Let's let's give it a try, like a Battlefield 1943 thing. Yeah. I mean, the only other thing, just the last thing to mention regarding this, which is quite interesting, there was a little bit of a news item. It's only a small one, but one of the main guys at Crystal Dynamics has gone to work for Naughty Dog. Oh. Yeah. Mm. So there was. Yeah. So there you go. So he's going to be working he's on his resume now. He'd worked at uh, Tomb Raider on Crystal Dynamics on quite a few of their games. And now on his resume, he says, currently working on a project with Naughty Dog. So, yeah. So Uncharted 3. Yes, possibly, quite possibly, I would. Well, I Nathan, can't. Drake, Nathan Drake and Lara Croft, get it on. That's my... 
<laughs> is that what you think is going to happen? Yeah. They're going to get it on. I mean, the only thing that, that concerns me slightly about that is, you know, I feel, you know, like a Naughty Dog going to ever be allowed to do, make any other games, you know, or it's, it's nope. going to be Uncharted yeah. games, you know? <laughs> You know, because I think they've got more to offer than, than Uncharted, you know, but I think no. still... That's the problem. That's yeah. The Catch-22. You make yeah. a game, they want you to make it again and again and again. Yeah. Halo! It leads you to, uh, you know, kind of killing the franchise and like Call of Duty, which we're also going to talk about. Go yeah, you. well, we were going to talk Uh-oh. about that, but you know what? I can't be bothered. Yeah, all right, yeah. If anyone okay, we'll talk we... about it then. You can just shush. No, do you know what? Who gives the monkeys? You know, they, they <laughs> can all... Go and just do whatever they do. Just the basic story. Just give us 25 words or less. Do we have to talk? I'll do it. 25 words or less. I'll do it. I'll do it. Go on, do it, Chidi. Do it, do it, do it. Infinity Ward are suing Activision. It's a counter sue because apparently Activision fired them for some reason uh, and it was like uh, they didn't get any money from Modern Warfare 2. I think it's exciting. Everybody knows about this, so I don't have to explain it in detail. I think it's exciting because Infinity Ward might make another game apart from Call of Duty. They yeah. might make a new game. And EA or Microsoft or Sony have just got to go, what's the price? Uh, yeah. and, and that's it. And they'll, because they're Infinity Wards. Like, it's well, a steering it's, contest. It's, it's the two blokes. It's the two two main guys from Infinity Ward. Do beg my pardon. It's the two main guys. But, you know, they, they can start up their own studio. And does that mean people in, a, in Infinity, Infinity Ward are going to be loyal to their bosses and move with them? Or are they going to stay at in Infinity Ward, where you know, like you, you don't know, like yeah. it, I, I'm excited to see what those two guys do from now. You know, if they could do like a sci-fi shooter or something, they could do anything there. Yeah, the world sure. is their oyster. It really is. That's I love it. the first right. comment on Kotaku is good for them. F Activision and that fat effing P Bobby Kotick. Yeah. I mean, I think I mean to sum it up, I think the first three lines of the lawsuit pretty much sums it up. Uh, which yeah. was, this lawsuit is solely and regrettably the result of the astonishing arrogance and unbridled greed of defendant Activision. So there you go. Yeah. That pretty oh, much sums on. it up. No, no, it's not yeah. on. Oh, it's on. Yeah. Nothing's I've, I've, on. It's yeah, not it's, on. It's going to get ugly, isn't it? You know, it's, uh... it's get ugly. Right, let's move on, because we said we yep. weren't talking about yes. it. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, yeah, the next thing. Yeah, Sony's patented a degradable demo. Weird. Have, you, have you heard about this? What does that mean? So basically, oh, right, okay, okay, I can explain this. I can do this one. I okay. thought you could. I can do this one. So He's basically, what they said, you, can, you, you basically buy the full game, okay, right, the full game, you get the whole game, but then as you play the game, weapons become weaker, um, areas maybe suddenly become unaccessible, yeah. and, and it basically downgrades over time as you're playing it. Mm. It does sort of... Uh, downgrades over time. Sounds like thinking. a dumb idea. Yeah, and then if you you sort of were enjoying the game, then you obviously put your money down, and there you go, yeah. away you diddle. It but sounds that, like a an attempt to find a gimmick for demos, which you know that's okay. I think it's a good. I, I mean, personally, things, but personally, I like it. You know, I think if you get to try out, it's like almost like renting a game. I think the way it'll have to work is you'll pay a nominal amount to get the discs from the shops, because otherwise everyone will be just walking out with bagfuls of them. You know, so yeah. you, why would they walk out with bagfuls? Because if you, well, how else could you do it? So if it's going to be on a physical media, you know, as in a disc, yeah. How how else would you do it? Because otherwise, no, if I it mean, was free, yeah, but, if they give it you for well, free, no, then you pay for the, the game. Shop and you say, can I please have one of the demos for Bayonetta two? Yeah, but that's going to be on a DVD disc or whatever, isn't it? Yeah. 
And then you obviously pay online for the game if you want to carry on playing it. Right. So people are going to be going in and go, give me 10 of those. Why? Because they're free. Because people yeah, but, like free stuff. Well, but if it's the 10 demo copies of the same game, I don't see what that would get anybody. No, I, you know what I think? When it asks for napkins at Subway, too, people don't come like, I got 17,000 napkins. Yeah, they do, actually. I've seen that. People go to McDonald's and just grab, like, 50 in one go out of the thing and then just, like, leave them on the table. Well, maybe I'm not hanging around the same yeah, McDonald's. No, if it's free, people are just... I think the only way it can work is, say, you pay a £5 or £2 or whatever, or some sort of nominal fee, and then you just pay the difference if you want I to. I think paying for demos means the death of that demo. You're not going to get people paying for yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, you're basically uh, buying the full game without, you know, and then you just activate it, don't you? Shoot, shoot, it's dumb. You know what would be a better idea? Um... <laughs> You know, it'd be a better idea, right? You say you get a Call of Duty demo, right? Call of Duty comes out, get a demo, right? But instead of like a, you buying the full game, but that's a stupid idea. What you do halfway through the demo, the gun disappears. You have no gun, right? And then you just have to survive, right? By running around, right? And then if you want the gun, buy the game. Idiot. <laughs> we'll give you the game, gun back if you buy the game. I like that though. I think that's really cool. There you um, go. I'm just getting a phone call from Infinity War. They need a new coil. <laughs> <over there. laughs> I'll tell you this. I mean, this idea of you have the demo in front of you, and then suddenly you re- you know, you're playing it, you're enjoying it, and it's so much easier for you to just pay a little money online quickly. Suddenly you have access to the whole game. I think that will increase the likelihood that people will go from playing the demo to buying the game. Yeah, I mean, and that's basically what they're saying this is. So it's, it's a really interesting concept, you know? I like the. I, I mean, at the end of the day, I suppose when you think about it, how much does a blank DVD disc? I mean, but if it's it's on a Blu-ray, isn't it? Well, but that's the thing is that the production cost for this stuff isn't really all that high. So, you know, I think it's the setup. You're making the first disc, and then after that, you just you can hand them. I mean, I mean look at America Online. Look how many discs America Online used to. I don't know if you got it over there, but they no. used to send out. I mean, they gave me CDs. Every day, like you would come one a day would just be coming in the mail. So companies that can afford to do this sort of thing, I don't think are worried about, you know, people taking 10 discs. They're like, good, 10 more discs went out today. No, I think it's more, I think this will probably, would probably work better when we do get to a stage where games are just downloadable. Yeah, I agree, definitely. You know, but I still like the idea. Oh, I just like... sort of another idea, right? Racing go, game, go. You, you're racing and along. Your wheels right? fall off. No, then your car disappears, you have to run the rest. <laughs> you just have to run. <laughs> or your car becomes like the Flintstones, and you have to use yeah. your feet. Yeah. yeah. And the, each feet is like a trigger on the on the on the controller. <laughs> yes. Or or desperate Dan in our country because you know the over thirty fives would end up doing a night where that's the whole race model. It's like <laughs> Flintstones racing. Mechanics oh. is out in front. Oh, in my in your face. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Could they not include Natal on this? So, oh God, wait, here we go. Don't give them any ideas. Do Moving the... on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got a quick list before we do have a quick break and come to the quiz. Yay. Um which is which is twenty five most iconic gaming weapons. Which I, I thought was a really good Number one. one the disappearing Call of Duty demo weapon. And this is from uh, Meodia. Meodia. So there you go. So I do find some very weird sites with stuff like this on, I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. Yes you do. I'm good at finding stuff like this. Anyway, moving on. Go for it, Chinny. Let's hear these. Okay, number 25, uh, the Poltergust 3000 from Luigi's Mansion. It's a big Hoover thing, it. that. No, I, I, I didn't play it, but it, it sucks up ghosts. Um, good was, for it the cool? was it cool? You don't I, know? I, I, no, no idea. It sucks up ghosts, you know what I mean? How many vacuums you do you have? It does <laughs> suck. Uh, okay, uh, number 24, the lawnmower from Dead Rising. Oh, yeah. Definitely. 
yeah. I definitely well, agree. I think with Dead that. Rising Two is going to be uh, like going to be. Uh, it should be in this list if it was ever redone. Right, number twenty-three. Yep, yep. Go. Death's Scythe from Dante's yeah. Inferno. I would agree with that. Yeah, it was impressive. It was I think, kind of an impression. I mean, it hasn't been out very long, but I remember that thing coming at me and like, whoa. As stupid as that game is, it is pretty cool that, like, okay, now you die. No, I don't, idiot. <laughs> like, I just love that. Okay, uh, number 22, The Hammer from Rape Faction Gorilla. Or Tom DeLay, as it's known in the U.S. Tom uh, DeLay. Why is he called out? Because there's a guy in Congress called Tom DeLay, and they call him the hammer because he was always putting the hammer down. It's a very funny joke if you follow U.S. politics. Lol. Uh, My wife right. is lolling her head off. There yeah. you go. So yeah, there you go. So it's a very uh, powerful weapon. Right, number twenty-one, uh, the camera obscura from Fatal Frame. Well, that's all you had in the game. That was it, wasn't it? You that had to take pictures. Yeah. That was the weapon, and that was an original thing, I suppose. Yeah. Did okay. you ever? Did you ever play that? Just out of interest, no. Ginny. No. Yeah, it's meant to be quite cool. Who knows? It's not. Right. Oh, uh, <laughs> number twenty. Uh, the red turtle shell from the Mario Kart series. Yep. Always the best one. And you always seem to get it when you're fucking eighth for some reason. <laughs> yeah. uh, and you never get it when you're first. Weird. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, 19. Soul Edge from the Soul yes. Calibur series. Brief explanation of why this is so cool. Yeah, because uh, the whole game was about this sword that possessed someone's soul, and the devil got into your brain, and then you kill the guy who owns it, and then you hold the sword, and then you become possessed, and it's like, dude. Okay, you're losing me. All right, number yes. eighteen. Uh, another one for you to freak over and jizz about. The Buster Sword. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. The Buster Sword from Final Fantasy VII or something. Yes. Yeah, it's why is bad. this so great? Come on, Think why is this so great? His head and his body put together. Yeah, is that why he's so great? Just because he's so huge? Well, it's iconic. I mean, yeah, it was. it's ridiculously big, and it's, you know, they took the idea of big swords in anime and manga and just went crazy with it and made it this thing with a chopstick handle, but it's, you know, enormous, crazy, ridiculous, big blade thing. Uh... Yeah, it could never work, could it, really? Well, no. <laughs> no. You're gonna you're gonna fault a Japanese <laughs> yeah. unrealistic. Yeah. yeah. Oh. In Final Fantasy XIII, when you you summon that dragon or whatever, it's like where did we get that dragon from? It's totally <laughs> <could early>. never, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, That's what I'll be saying. You couldn't you could tame one of those. Okay. Uh, number seventeen. Uh, yeah. Two one one V plasma cutter from a dead space. You know that's uh, all. All I use. Yeah, it's the first gun you get, and it's the best gun you it get. Is. It's uh, it's brilliant. I love Especially the fact that modded up. I love the fact yeah. that all those guns in that game are just kind of equipment things. I thought that was very clever. Uh, yeah. Number sixteen. Well, this is this is a bit of a cheat. The lightsaber. Yeah. yeah. Nothing we could say about the lightsaber. Everyone knows what it is. Star Wars. Blah blah blah. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Fifteen. Fifteen. Why is this, this number fifteen? Why is this, this is, number this one? This is stupid. Every um, one of them above this on the list deserves to be lower. Okay, 15, uh-huh. the portal gun from Portal. Yeah, for sure. It makes portals. End of story. End yep. of argument. 14. Yeah, need to say. 14. These are quite iconic. Um, <laughs> the double pistols from the Tomb Raider series. Yeah. Not, the, not, not the boobs. Not the boobs. That, that wasn't... Uh, I was looking more at the handguns. That wasn't uh, you know, a reference to something else. <laughs> the actual pistols themselves. Do you know, when you got the magnums, that was when you, you could start to kick that ass. That's when you... That's when you 
rocked. And, uh, and didn't they used to hide them in the most hideous of places to get these things in, in Tomb Raider? Yeah, hot. look, it would leave a desert desert eagle on a on a ledge, like thirty foot up a cliff. Yeah, yeah, I would. Um, uh, that, can, I, can I just just mention just before we go on to Duke no. that this isn't the best weapons; it's the most iconic. So, most yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thirteen. Uh, the Masami sword from Final Fantasy. Masamune, hello. Masamune. <laughs> Come on, you've got to get up. It's. I mean, right. whatever. No, Sephiroth is the person that's iconic. His sword. Nobody cares about his sword. It is. That's not rather large. It, it is, is a big sword. Yeah, but so what? That's that, in every manga. And... That is definitely longer than he is tall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's, you know, it's not practical, is it? You know, no, what I mean? you, you, not at all. You, if, you, if you walk through a door, you just get stuck. He sure. could even JRPG. If he swung uh, it round too much, he might cut his own legs off. I reckon. Uh, I think so. Um, Sephiroth, huh? Well, oh God! It's, it's <laughs> like I've seen him once, well, too, when he uh, chopped his own jeans off or something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number twelve, Blades of Athena in the God of War oh, series. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The ones that are chained to his wrists. I always wonder uh, what they look like. He has a good picture of them here, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> They're always I just a blur when I've seen them. You're swinging around very quickly. There is a there is a huge scene where you actually see him like weld to his wrists. So I guess you missed that one. Uh, oh yeah, that's why. No, uh, well, spoilers. Okay, uh, yeah, eleven. Geez, eleven. Also, he dies. Eleven. <laughs> uh, the Soul Reaver Legacy of Cain series. Yeah, I would have no, no idea. Somebody's going, oh my god, how can you not know what this is? This is awesome. Right, well. And I say. Pound. Okay, number 10. The Gravity Gun. Yes. Half-Life 2. Brilliant. It was just it was just basically a show off weapon where Valve will go in, look at our physics engine. Isn't it awesome? Uh, But yeah, it's still a very, a very good. Phenomenal weapon. Okay, number 9. The Keyblade from the Kingdom Hearts series. Yeah, no idea. No idea. Okay. People love Kingdom Hearts. You yeah, know, I you know. love that game. There's, there's, uh, there's a weird guy that I know, and he's the only person I know who likes Kingdom Hearts. So I associate Kingdom Hearts with weird people. Why, uh, would, why would you have a sword in the shape of a key? It's just weird. Why would you make um, a Disney role-playing game? Yeah. yeah huh? and as soon as you make that leap, everything else makes sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, number, number eight uh, from the Metroid series. It's the arm cannon. Pretty yes. pretty. Pretty good weapon. Pretty good weapon. It's it's got and, many and uses. Iconic. Yeah, very iconic. iconic. Um, you know, follows the Nintendo. Not too many off. people have a cannon coming out of their arm. No, no, no. That yeah. is true. But a lot of people use combat knives. They do, like they they do in Resident Evil, which is number seven. Yeah, uh, well, you combat... needed that because um, because ammo was so scarce. The combat knife made up for that, didn't it? Yep, and uh, even though you kind of have to press five buttons to d- use it in Resident Evil 5, uh, it's still very good. Okay, number six. Oh, I like this weapon. The energy yeah. sword in Halo. Halo yeah. 2, Halo uh, 3, uh, you know. Yeah, that's very iconic, isn't it, with Halo? Yeah, it is. Definitely. It is. Okay. Definitely, definitely. Number five, the master sword from the Zelda series. Brilliant. Ah, that's a great weapon. Um, yeah, when you got that weapon, you knew that you was, like, going to pound. Anybody care? No. <laughs> I might get that? it eventually. I played the first one. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the Master Sword. I was, I was pretty pleased when I got that. Um, I'll get back in his helmet. Okay, yeah. This is pretty good. Number four, the Lancer assault rifle from Gears of War. You, you when I you saw this, this would gun, be number one. When you first started on this list, I was like, that would be number. One. When you, when you saw this gun, it's like nothing you've ever saw before. It's brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah so somebody made well. one. EpicWinFTW.com. There's a picture of this. Somebody who made. They put a chainsaw on like an M16. 
Wow. That's just stupid. Yeah. Um, well, but the, the only thing I would say about this is, well, the first time you actually kill somebody with the, the chainsaw bit was just something else, wasn't it? Because yeah. they zoom way in and it's yeah. like, it's like, oh my God, I've just cut yeah. someone in half. The first time, the first time an eight-year-old kid does it to you online, <laughs> uh, that's, 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 that's when your soul dies a little bit inside. Yeah, okay, yeah. number three. Uh, Stu, I know you're jizzing yeah, about this one. The BFG, the, man. The BFG 9000 from yeah. Doom. And you're allowed to swear now if you like. You can Why? Do because do you, 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 I assume you know what BFG stands for. Uh, the big fucking gun. Exactly. That's it. That's about the size oh, of it. Oh, there you go. That was a guess. Uh, <laughs> brilliant. Uh, yeah, from Doom. So if you played Doom and you kid yourself that it's still good, well, good for you. Oh, uh, this the daddy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number two. Assassin's Creed: The Hidden Blaze. I mean, the whole game is that that. Image, you know yeah, what I mean? Like right. you sell the game. Like someone picks up the game and sees that blade coming out of his wrist, and that's it. Mm-hmm. The game yeah. sold. It's just, yeah, it's brilliant. It definitely is very iconic with that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, this is uh, this is an interesting choice. I love it. I love it is, this. It is a very iconic weapon. Not powerful, yeah. not like, right, right, but it's right. from Half Life, the crowbar. Yeah, and, I love uh, that. Gabe Newell said that he gave. A crowbar to uh, Gordon Freeman to to make him feel like he was a part of the world, to make him actually touch things in the world. So that connection with the crowbar and uh, surfaces and and walls and stuff was very important. They they worked so hard on on getting that right. So uh, there you go. I That's, just love uh, I just love in Half Life too where he throws it off the staircase for you and goes, "Here's your crowbar, Gordon." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, just and you know what's funny? I did watch the you know the little YouTube video of Half Life done in the Source Engine, yeah. and you know it brought back so many great memories. You know, just seeing that opening of Half Life, the original Half Life, was just like, oh god, I love that game. I really hope that it comes to the 360. You know, this uh, Black Mesa version of it. You know, because I just love that game. Why didn't the uh, Big Daddy's Drill get it onto this list? That's yeah, that that would have been very iconic as well. That yeah, would have they been should have took one of those Final Fantasy off. But, you know, that's the thing with lists, because you can always think of something else that you'd rather have seen yeah. on it. Why like, didn't you put this one in? Yeah. Obviously, this person played these games, and then, like, kind of, you know, right. just went. I mean, to be fair, I think it's a pretty good list. I think I agree bad. with the majority. Yeah, was, I... There's too much Japanese stuff in there for me. <laughs> I know, but they're iconic, aren't they, I suppose? I that's yeah. uh, in, in the early 90s, I guess. Right, yeah, but there you go. Uh, he did put, by the way, just out of interest, he did put as an honorary mention the wrench and plasmids out of the Bioshock series. Oh, okay. Ah, well, top. that's not good enough. That's not good enough. Frickin' uh, <laughs> mention. Uh, there you go. So that's the, the 25 most iconic video game weapons. Thank you very much, Mediodia.com. Yeah, it's very cool, that. So, yeah, thanks for that there, Chini. Um, right, okay, we want to take a, a quick break, and uh, I believe Duke's got something lined up for us, and again, it's uh, Final Fantasy related, I believe. Yes, I do. <laughs> it's the Final Fantasy VII rap. I haven't heard this. Stu sent it to me, so if it's bad, blame him. Ready? And go. The Black, black, make feel hot, 
them with a gap. Who else took New York, put it on their back? Who else took that indictment, put it in a rap? Who else got a statue holding two maps? Nobody does, nobody cause. I bought that new R, could have bought the new half does. I took the rest of the funds and brought me some guns. My sons come through applying the pressure. I shoot you with the tech knives out on this dresser. I'm a shooter, German car, German Luger, subtract the Luger, add the Ruger, and that black hand apparel, even on the front of the barrel, his wings flap, y'all take a dirt nap, y'all circle the city, I circle the map, I'm global, black hand building, my office is over, I told you, give me a minute, I'll be running the game, my soldiers running up, demanding your change, and if you say no, my trumpet's gonna blow, I got a callus on my heart, I can't feel sympathy. Y'all don't want me to play a symphony. We G, something y'all can never be. Like air, something y'all can never see. We G'd up, we read up, we got ones. Blah, blah, make them feel hot ones. We G, something y'all can never be. Like air, something y'all can never see. We G'd up, we read up, we got ones. Jack Frost and a black horse Frost Respect, yeah, I'm the cat to get the hats off And if not, nigga, you head with the hat, get hacked off Pop the front of your throw back and throw your back off Turn you to Kojak, matter of fact, throw your cap off Like you riding in a sleepy hollow Want something free, then you can keep these hollows We don't eat, we gobble Big niggas up with bedpans and pee pee bottles Danny Glover version, black burner The 3D models, see that? The fan push, I ambush him like a man push Cooks with them niggas, the grand push, rip our fam, get it right, man, the queens, the land of Brooklyn, like, man, look, you can land in the damn brook, you can land in some land next to your man, Sam Cook, my chef had in my apron on, who said the man can't cook, you gon' be the next recipe in the ham handbook, when I fire, niggas turn whiter than my man's scream. look, I pack shit to kick back, like a Van Damme foot, that'll leave your fucking face covered with bland, bland soot, and I disfigure you, nigga, I make the man can't look, Man, cool. I'm with the man can judge. You a small timer, still working with hand to hand cook. I could be my dude to bar you niggas who slams or hooks. Get your ass added to the list that the same man took. Yeah. We G, something y'all can never be. Like air, something y'all can never see. We G'd up, we read up, we got ones. Nigga say I died dead in the streets. Nigga, I'm getting hot, getting head on the beach. I threw my hat. I died dead in the streets. Pardon me, I had to laugh at that. So there you go. Do you want to explain that, G? What was that exactly? Well, first of all, it was the Final Fantasy battle theme. And it was also it was also Polo, which I didn't realize it was them, and they're just awesome. Cool G Rap, man. Yo, Road cool to the rap. Riches. Yo, Polo, you ready to bust this funky album for the people? Oh, this Don't is worry, classic. No, boy, you about to get busy with it right now. Yo, what up, Molly? Cool you know G what back. time Polo it back is. Again. There's too many suckers out there thinking that we can't do it. Yo, we gonna do it or what? Yo, who is this? Cool G Rap and Polos. Word up. Back again. 89, yo. All the way. Now bust something like this. 1989. Right, there you go. So what so did you did you oh god. <laughs>
Sorry, that's just the classic track. His song "Road to the Riches," 1989. That was such an awesome track. So to hear him back in the game again, I mean, he did some tracks a little while ago, but um, I don't yeah, think he is back in the game. I think someone just mashed it up on YouTube in all honesty. Well, yeah, but I'm saying he's putting out tracks again. So, so what I mean, did you think? What lyrics. did you think of that though? Did you approve? Yeah, I like it. I think it's a creative reinterpretation, you know, and somebody obviously knows, you know, maybe they'd never played the game, but they, you know, they know that music, so, yeah. I, I mean, in all honesty, I did find another one with Eminem, but it wasn't quite as good. Well, Eminem's not one-tenth the rapper that cool. Yeah, I'm always saying, so I'm always saying, I'm always saying. So they, calm down, calm I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be talking about cool G rap. Well, there you go, it's special for you, that dude, you see, I got yeah. that special for you, because that's yeah, just yeah. The, the kind of guy I am, you know? Yeah, yeah, awesome. Uh, um, oh, yeah, well, on? it's quiz time, isn't it? It's quiz time. Yay. And, um, yeah, we've got our first official challenger. La, 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 la. Who is it? Who is it? We have, who's on with us? Who's on? It's called Ugaru. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, we've got School Duggar off. Oh, Yay. just before we do do the quiz, I have got an email off someone. Just a minute, let me just dig that one out. Oh, fucking okay. hell, Oh, no, no, no. Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. Hello, fellas of VG. Uh, quick question. Is there a physical restriction that prevents games from being more than four-player co-op, e.g. latency and bandwidth? Uh, Rich, School out. So there you go. There you go. It's off some guy called School Duggar. There you go. Cool, uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, uh, you sound a little odd. Are you using a, like a normal Logitech headset or something? No, he isn't. He's worse than that. I think you need to come clean as to what you're using for your microphone. It's a SingStar mic. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. No, that's great. I'm just playing. I'm just taking the piss. Uh, so come on then. So why why do we only have four player co-op games on the 360? Because we can't say that about the PS3 because they're going for bigger ones, aren't they? But so why the 360? Come on, Chinny, explain. What? Why, why, why can we only have four-player co-op games? Go on, go for it. Go, go. Well, I, I'm confused about the question. The question is, is there, why a is there no co-op games? Yeah, why is four more four-players? Yeah, there, go, go, go. Tell us, tell us. Because there's only four slots. There you go, that's the answer. Four slots? What do you mean four slots? Well, you know, four... Controllers, you mean. Controllers and slots. You could do it online with more. No, I mean, online, there's, there's always... Oh. You have more than four people online. Uh, if, you know, if you know more than four people, then I don't trust you. Jenny <laughs> <laughs> has four people on his friends list. <laughs> so, so, Richard, does that answer your question? <laughs> Not really. I love <laughs> Welcome to the Veteran Gamers, where we don't answer your question. <laughs> we'll make stupid jokes. Yeah, we don't know. Like technical stuff. What do you think? <laughs> you should have known that when you sent the email. Uh, yeah, there you go. There you go. So well, how you going, Rich? All right. Yeah. Yeah, Sam. Sam, did you get your yeah. dinner the other night? Yeah, yeah. Everything's all straightened <laughs> out. We finally got it. In the the guy came and delivered it. We were oh, playing well, some Battlefield Bad Company, and so, so what did you have for dinner? I, you know, you mentioned food. Yeah, sushi. It was. it was yums. Ah, sushi. You like that raw fish stuff, do you then? Well, actually, sushi just describes the way it's prepared. You can have vegetable sushi, which is most of what we order. So. Pound. Yeah. yeah. Why would you order sushi, though? You were having the raw fish stuff. I thought that's what it was all about. You got avocado sushi. You got some uh, sweet potato tempura. You get a little, you know. Did you nice. have wasabi? Did you get some oh, wasabi? yeah. Put lots of wasabi. Uh, like, imagine, imagine, look, Rich. Look, I'm sorry, Rich, because... <laughs> 
he Did you think we were having show, a video game quiz? He comes onto the show and he expects to talk about video games, and we talk about <laughs> sushi and Rich. I, I apologise. All right, oh, moving on. He, he mentioned the dinner. It wasn't us. He mentioned uh, it. No, but then you had to follow it up with six questions. Well, Why of course. Why did you raw fish? That's how I roll. Are we uh, ready for the quiz? Yeah. Shall we do the quiz? Duke is hosting the quiz this week, and I'm yeah. just going to be audience, so I'm going to heckle if anyone. Okay. Has Okay, here we go. Go, go, go. Here comes the theme music. All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest episode of the Gamer Raiders. I'm your host, Duke Scath. And tonight, in the red corner, we have Chinny. I like turtles. And in the blue corner, we have Skull Dunderer. Parsnips are nice. <laughs> All right, that's for both of you. Let's get right to it. We've got chunks of the game. Uh, the first chunk is called I'll Be In My Trailer, and just like we had a couple weeks ago, I will be playing you clips from various video game trailers. Your job will be to tell us what the game is being advertised. The second section is called Where's Your Dome, and it's about various video games. And then the third section is called Today's Special, and it'll be specific games, uh, questions about games that I know you folks have played quite a bit. So, let's get right to it with the first section called I'll Be In My Trailer. The odd questions are for Skulldugger, and the even questions are for Chinny. Gentlemen, are you ready? Yes. I like turtles. Okay. I like uh, here we go. The first trailer sound clip is for Skull Duggerer, and here it is. You ever wonder what's up there? Like what? Maybe someone up there was wondering what it's like here. I guess. Do you think we'll ever meet them? I hope so. Man. <laughs> uh. I'm going to take a wild guess. Kingdom Hearts? I'm afraid that's not correct. Chinny, would you like to take a guess and steal the point? Hello, three. We are off to our usual start. <laughs> All right, number two is for Chinny. You're down, Rich. Well, here we go. This I will is where the story really begins. At the path? Vengeance. Fable 2, Judy Dench. Is that really Judy Dench? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, that's Judy Man, Dench. How stupid I am. You get a bonus point for knowing something about the sound clip I just played that I couldn't guess even when I was recording. No, we're not giving Chini no bonus points. Either. <laughs> no, we're not no bonus he doesn't, points. Yeah, he doesn't uh, need uh, bonus if points. If that for being a show off know it all, you lose a point. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, more point for Chini than that. All right, here we go. Question number three. Trailer clip three is for Skullduggerer. In the end, we all burn for our sins. Dead silence. <laughs> I have not got a clue. Take a guess. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll give you a clue. It's like one of the biggest games on the 360. Not long after it first came out. Come on, we'll, we'll help you a bit here because I know. All right, then. Uh, Gears of War. Oh no, you're joking. Jenny. Jenny. Um. Uh. Five seconds. 
I have five. I know, Oblivion. I don't know. Stu. Was it? I thought that was Gears of War. Was it Gears of War 2 then? No! Really, I was no help at all, was I? Oh my god. False. It's Led me down the garden path. I know, sorry, mate. I, I really apologise. <laughs> I thought no. I knew the answer to that. <laughs> so what was it? Fear 2. Really? God, it sounds oh, just like Fear, the first one. Shit. Yeah, oh, yeah, sad. yeah, yeah. Thinking this, thinking that, Rich. <laughs> hey, 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 I would have been wrong, though, wouldn't I? Yeah, scared, you would have. That's right. We Remember may have been, <laughs> All right, here we go. Next one is for Chinny. Yes. For centuries, they have waited. Now, the conflict for our world begins. Um. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to take a guess. Uh, kill zone one. That's, That's not it. Rich, would you like to take a guess? These all games that have been released already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not resistance for the manager. Nope. It's uh, Stu. Would you like to take a guess? No points. Is it Kill Zone Two? <laughs> I have nope, no idea. It's Dark Void. Uh, who oh, played God. that? No one even played that shit game. He played that. I went looking through people's <laughs> game lists to find uh, these games. No one played that shit game apart yeah, from Chini. Only a fool <laughs> would play that. Yeah. Yep, that's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> okay. Next one is for Rich. I remember the night of my 21st birthday. That was the first time I died. Darkness. Well done, sir! Uh, correction! Corre it's actually the darkness! <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> I'm sorry, we have to revoke your point and take your point for not being specific enough. Alright, uh, here we go. Final one is for Chinny. For a thousand years, a kingdom guarded a sacred tree, but long imprisoned the servants of evil. Uh, a sacred tree. Have I played this, Duke? Yes, you have. It's on my achievement list. You've played this game. It's on my achievement list. You've played this game. <laughs> it's Avatar, All the, the game. Information I'm giving you. It's Avatar. It's. it's <laughs> Fuck, Rich. Take a guess. Viva Pinata. <laughs> Stu? I have no idea. It's Prince of Persia. Uh, oh, yeah, the tree. And, uh, I figured if you'd played the game, that would be a central element. But uh, Yeah, look, I was just thinking about Avatar, you know, the tree and the thing and the... Uh, well, I haven't uh, seen Avatar, so I don't know. Uh, it's all right. 
All right, let's move on to the next round called That's... Where's Your Dome? And this is according to funtrivia.com. So if you have problems with the questions or answers, take it up with them. Each pair of questions will be about one specific game. So to start with, I'll be asking each of you a question about Galaga. Rich, which company released Galaga in 1981? Was it A, Nintendo, B, Capcom, C, Namco, or D, Midway? Capcom. Sorry, that's incorrect. Chinny. Can you repeat them again, please? Uh, your options available are Nintendo, Namco, or Midway. Uh, I'll say Namco. That is correct. And now your question, Chinny, about Galaga. Uh, Galaga was the sequel to which 1979 game? A. Galaxian. B. Alien Attack. C. Galaxy Wars. Or D. Space Launcher. Galaxian. That is it sounds like, like it was a guess. It was. <laughs> All right. But in the past, you've pretended like you're guessing. and you. Uh, no, no, that was a complete guess. We don't know what you're doing. I'm great. <laughs> Rich, here's your question about the next game, which is Gears of War. What is the name of the sniper rifle in Gears of War? Is it called A, Headshot, B, Long Shot, C, Long Stick, or D, Death Stick? Long Shot. That is correct. Shinny, your question. You gotta, you gotta give them a few points, you know, to get the confidence up. Uh, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Go on, dude, go. You gonna let them talk to you like that, Rich? Look, you get in a fight he, he only lives up the road. I've got three kids <laughs> that are ready to duff him up if I leave. <laughs> I think I've met those three kids. I think they've already beat me up already. Yeah, you only, you only <laughs> need one of them for Shinny. <laughs> you only so need one. Video games. Uh, <laughs> all right. Next question about Gears of War for Chinny. What is the name of the crossbow in Gears of War that fires explosive arrows? Is it called A, Death Bow, B, Cross Torque, C, Velocity Bow, or D, Torque Bow? D, Torque Bow. Can I I just say, you're asking a Gears of War question to somebody who got 10,000 kills on the multiplayer game. Here. Well, they both got their Gears of War questions, so that's fine. Let's move uh, on to GTA 4, which Chinny knows nothing about. Uh, Fitch, <laughs> yeah. what is the name of the Jamaican drug dealer in GTA 4? A, Little Jeremy, B, Little Jimmy, C, Little Jacob, or D, Little Joshua? Little Jacob. is correct. Alright, next question about GTA 4 is for Chinny. What is the soda brand featured in Machines Scattered ah, Around GTA 4? That's a good a, one. Splotch, B. Sprunk, C. Shrook, or D. Slurm? Slurm. Can you just repeat them first, Ray? Yes, your, your remaining options are A. Splotch, B, Sprunk, or C, Shrook? Sprunk. That might be worth a t-shirt by itself. Rich poning you on a GTA 4 question, man. Yeah. I should have gone with that because that sounds like Spunk, obviously. Slurm is from something, though. Do you know where it's from? No, I don't think I want to know. 
Uh, it's from Futurama, actually. It's the soda they're always drinking. Ah, oh, there you go. Recognize <laughs> the name. Yeah, There's... that's probably why. That's All right. Probably... Uh, Rich, next two questions are about the Guitar Hero games. In Guitar Hero 2, what happens at the end of the song, Tonight I'm Gonna Rock You Tonight? A, the roof of the club is blown up showing the night sky. B, rocks fall from the ceiling onto the band. C, the lead singer crowd surfs. Or D, the drummer explodes. I've played that, so I'm going to have a complete guess. Rocks falling from the ceiling. That's not correct. Shinny, you'd like to try to steal the point. What was the name of the song again? Tonight I'm going to rock you tonight. Uh, I don't know if that's by that band. Is it by that band? I'll... I'll say the drum rex flowers. It's a spinal tap, spinal tap reference, right? Yeah, there you go. I remember when I played that for the first time. I was just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I thought maybe people would know it. Anyway, um, okay, Jenny, your question about Guitar Hero: Which Metallica song is featured in Guitar Hero Three? A. One. B. Enter Sandman. C. Ride the Lightning. Or D. Eye of the Beholder. Uh, I'll say Enter Sandman. <laughs> Rich, would you like to try to steal the point? Eye of the Beholder. Also incorrect. Stu? No idea. It's one. <laughs> which is an odd choice because it starts off really slowly, but then it picks up eventually. You know, landmine has taken my sight. Anyway, moving on to questions about Super Mario Brothers. The last pair of questions uh, in this round. Rich, how many points does Mario get for reaching the top of the flag at the end of a level in Super Mario Brothers? A, 10,000 points, B, 5,000 points, C, 1,000 points, or D, 500 points? 1,000. I'm afraid that's incorrect. Chinny? 10,000. Awesome. Have none of you ever played Super Mario Brothers? Yeah, ages ago. Wow, it's 5,000 points. All right, Chinny, your question about Super Mario Brothers. Which world in Super Mario Brothers contains the warp to level 8? Is it world 1-4, level 4-1, level 2-4, or level 4-2? Read that again. 1-4, 4-1, or 4-2. Um. Ah, oh, man. Ah, uh, 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 uh. Oh, man. It's one. It's one of the two. Oh, god. I got two in my head. I, I need an know. answer, please. Oh shit. I say two for. Fuck. Rich. Ah, oh, know what it is. I know what it is. Can I have the options again? <laughs> yes, your options are 1 4, 4 1, or 4 2. 4 2. As we um. go into the last round, it's neck and neck almost. So, uh, <laughs> Rich has five points, Jenny has six. So, it all comes down to the last round. Um. We'll do Chinny's first since he's in the lead. Your questions, each of you, comes from a game that I've looked at in your gamer profile, and you've played it a bit. Chinny, we're all excited about Fallout New Vegas, so your questions are about Fallout 3. 
Okay. Uh, here's the way this will work. If you can give me the answer without hearing the choices, you'll get two points. But if I have to give you the choices, you'll get one point. Okay. Your first question is as follows. What is the name of the Wanderer's father in Fallout 3? Uh, um, okay. Uh, I know this. I, I know it. And say it. I, I, it's there. Uh, I'm going to have the options. Oh, the options. Okay. The options are A, Michael, B, James, C, Robert, or D, Kevin. It's James. Yes, it is. One point for Chinny. Here we go. Right. Next question for you, Chinny. Where All is right. the Enclave base where the Wanderer wakes up after being captured? I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I've done that. <laughs> I don't think I've done that. Okay. You would like to hear the choices? Um, I'll have to. I don't know. Yeah, go on. Also, spoilers. Uh, A, Eagle Point. B, Vulture Cliff. C, Raven Rock. Or D, Falcon Bluff. Read them out again, sorry. Eagle Point, Vulture Cliff, Raven Rock, or Falcon Bluff. Uh, I don't know. Eagle point. I don't know. Rich, would you like to try to steal that one? What's your options? <laughs> uh, which one did you say, Chinny? Uh, eagle point. So, eagle point. Okay. So your options, Rich, are Vulture Cliff, Raven Rock, or Falcon Bluff? Raven. That's correct. All right. Chinny, your final question is this one. Yep. In which two countries was Fallout 3 either heavily modified or not released at all? Two. There's two. There are two. That's right. Uh, it was never released. Well, in one case it was never released and in another case it was heavily modified. Australia because of the drugs. Um, uh, all right. What what have big problems? Uh, oh, was it okay? Um, I don't think it was Japan. In India. I'm afraid that's not correct. Here are the options: Australia and China, New Zealand and France. Russia and Venezuela, or Japan and India? Uh, maybe it was Japan. I'll, I'll, all right, I'll go for Japan and India. That's right. Australia was upset was about hard. the drug thing, but they changed that game for everybody ah. because of that. In Japan, they were very nervous about people experiencing a nuclear bomb going off, so they took that mission out where you can detonate the bomb. You just can't oh. do it. In oh, right. Japan. Yeah, and nuclear, really... oh, nuclear bombs are uh, a bit of a sore point in Japan. Yeah, and they changed the name. There's, there's, there's a, a launching weapon you can use to launch the mini-nuke. It's called the Fat Boy. Well, yeah. that was the bomb that the U.S. dropped on Nagasaki. So they thought, man! Maybe it would be a good idea not to call it. <laughs> oh that. my god! So they called it something else in the Japanese release. 
Okay, oh, so, well done. Uh, that was hard. See. That was a tough Rich. question. Yeah, yeah, I went digging for tough ones. Okay, Rich, here we go. You've been playing, and I have been playing as well, Battlefield Bad Company 2. So I went and found some questions about the original Bad Company. Are you ready? Yep. Here we go. Number one, who is the protagonist of Battlefield Bad Company? Oh, I come on. Come on. Remember what we said about saying questions are easy, Chinny? Okay. Sorry. I'll say the options. <laughs> okay, your options are A, Sweetwater, B, Lovejoy, C, Marlowe, or D, Murphy. Say the third one again. What's the third one again? The third one is Marlowe. Marlowe? That is correct. Well done, sir. All right, next question. What is the name of the mercenary group in Battlefield Bad Company that uses the motto, Acta Non Verba? Options again. <laughs> the options are A, Templarians, B, Latin Kings, C, Pyromaniacs, or D, Legionnaires? Legionnaires. Ladies and gentlemen, the quiz is tied. The next question and there is only one left, will determine who is the winner of this quiz. Rich, your final question is as follows. Which three games were parodied in trailers for Bad Company? Gears of War, Modern Warfare, and Grand Theft Auto. I'm afraid that's not correct. Here are your options. Um, A, Metal Gear Solid, Gears of War, and Rainbow Six. B, Call of Duty 4, Modern, War Modern Warfare, uh, Ghost Recon, Advanced Warfighter, and Killzone, C, Brothers in Arms, Halo 3, and Wolfenstein, or D, Viva Pinata, Dance Dance Revolution, and Wii Fit? Um, the Gears of War one first option. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner for the first time in who knows how long. Someone has beat Chinny at the quiz. Well done, Skullduggar. Uh... <laughs> and Chinny, you did very well, scoring a whopping eight points, so this is for you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> you know, you know, you know what's I do every question on that back company one. I do every one. I was <laughs> pointing my tongue, going like, He's Preston Marlowe. I knew his full name. Bloody hell. <laughs> uh, well done. Well done, Rich. Well done. well done, Rich. Man, first one up to the plate. Knocks it out of the park. Right, now I owe you a shirt. What's your shirt size? XXXXX uh, large, please. <laughs> really? Did he do one that big? They do. Podcast. Where do I mail it to? Give me your address. <laughs> Yeah, they just do. read it out nice and loud with your telephone yeah. number, Dave. And your bank details. Yeah, bank details. They they do an XXX large, but it's called T for tent. <laughs> <laughs> it's the home I'm in Bravo, aren't I? I'm in Bravo. We used to tent. Oh, there you go. There you go. Well, well done, school. I've got to say, first person on and, and then did it. We were. That's it. I was, I was hoping the, to drag it out for a few finished. weeks. Somebody's left <laughs> I know. Come and beat Ginny first person, did it? Damn. Ginny, what were you thinking? The sword has been pulled out of the stone. Yeah, we you were rubbish. <laughs> you were rubbish, Ginny. Uh, yeah, no, he did very well. If he uh, had gotten two points, that would have been rubbish. But you can clearly, you know, he was giving it his all. Yeah, he didn't uh, win. He's still lately, mate. 
Yeah. You've been playing too much lips. Get that gold membership. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I had lips questions, you would have been all over it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. My team composed of these three people. <laughs> yeah, I would have pounded you on lips. Um, yeah, but well done, Rich. Well done. Thanks, yeah, uh, well thanks for pounding me. Cheers, man. Yeah. Just rubbish. You're, you're a short band. Rubbish. Um, <laughs> we have got, just before we do show, you can hang around for shout-outs if you like, school. Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, but we have got a, uh, another email, so I thought we'd quickly read this. He sent two and then accused me of losing the first one, but I never got the first one, so there you go. Ah, so, so I have no idea you. where he sent it. Um, it went looking for my quiz that you lost. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, okay, so he says, this was his first one, okay? Hello, veterans. Love the podcast. Duke, the songs are rubbish but funny. <laughs> um, now, I don't know whether you're referring to your raps or to the, just the stuff you played. Probably to both. <laughs> yeah, who knows. Uh, my gaming history started at the age of four uh, when my parents made me play really violent video games. No, he doesn't say that. Uh, Burns brought me a Sega <laughs> Master System for Christmas, and I've been hooked ever since. But my parents did give me a Master System on my birthday. Unfortunately, this was six months before I received my MS and spent six months trying to work out how to turn on a bit of plastic, not knowing that need the system to make it work so cruel. <laughs> what? Before I say my MS, do you understand that? Well, he's, talking, he's not talking about like MS. Like, oh, sorry, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. My parents gave me a Master System game on my birthday, but it was six uh, months before he got his got console. Oh, gotcha. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, and he paid for it, spent six months <laughs> that would trying to work out. <laughs> yeah, trying to work out how to use a cartridge yes. with no system. It's 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 almost as complicated as learning how to read an email. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Sorry about that. I've completely butchered it, but I'll anyway, carry on. moving on. Regardless. Next uh, paragraph. At present, I own a PS3, which I think is fantastic. I would like to ask you all what game systems you have owned and what are your two top games on them. And here he goes. He's written the biggest list you've ever seen of, of systems. So here we go. Uh, Master, Master System, Psycho Fox, and The Ninja. So that was his. Anyone own the Master System here? Nope. Nope. Ginny? No, I, bought, I borrowed one from my mate. Well, oh, so we, so anyway, we move on. Um, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Paper Boy, and Pokemon. So uh, Game Boy, original yes. Game Boy. And yeah. what were your favorite games on it? Um, Tetris, obviously. Yeah, Mario, uh, yeah. Mario, and the Battletoads. Yeah, mine was that golf game on the Game Boy. Yeah, mine was uh, Tetris, and I think it was Super Donkey Kong. There you go. And I got the yellow cartridge one. I got the special edition. Oh yeah, yeah. He was one of those. Yeah, I was one of those. <laughs> And uh, uh, school? Did you have a Game Boy original Game yeah, Boy? Yeah, just had Tetris on that though. Never bought anything else for it. You didn't. Hey. You don't need anything else. You don't yeah, that's what it, it was just a. It was just a fancy Tetris player. That's all it was. Yeah. Uh, Nez. So the next one's Nez, and his favorite games were Super Mario Three and Zelda. Zelda, of course. Yeah, classic yeah. so. gold cartridge. Oh, see, you're worse than me. I had a yellow. Whatever. That was all they made, wasn't it? Wasn't that the only way you I have could no get the idea. first Zelda? I, I think it was. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was, Duke. You're right. Yeah. right so shut up, Stu. Whatever. Uh, Ginny? <laughs> uh, my brother had one. I was, uh, I was, uh, was kind of like looking to my brother to try and play. And when he wasn't looking, I'd play uh, Mario, obviously, and uh, Turtles. Ah, there you uh, go. And some volleyball game. I can never remember what it was, but I remember playing it for hours and hours. There you go. And school? No, no, never. Never had it. Okay, next one. I remember those cartridges used to mess up, and you'd have to, like, swab the inside with a Q-tip, a cotton mm-hmm. swab with yeah. alcohol on it. Uh, the next one was the Mega Drive. What the hell was that called? The Genesis, is that right? Genesis. Yeah. Genesis yeah, right. in America. And uh, these favorite games of that were Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Hyperstone Heist, 
and Ghouls and Ghosts. So, oh, that was a good game in the arcade. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's got to be Sonic, hasn't it? Sonic the Hedgehog, surely. Sonic is uh, is like um, is like uh, your youth. It's never as good as you remember it. I know, but wasn't it fast the first time? Sorry, for me, it's Sonic, and then uh, that really dodgy game, Night Trap, on the Mega CD. There you go. Oh my uh, god! <laughs> yeah, that right game or whatever it was. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Brilliant. Keep them, keep them hooded figures out of the house. That's what I yeah. say. Uh, anyway, you can see... I'm I've the played... only one who's supposed to be looking at this woman in her underpants. Yeah, you can see I'm pretty because I know exactly what I was doing. Anyway, moving <laughs> Those on. Those guys swiftly. in the window are horrible. Yeah, moving on swiftly. Um, yeah, uh, Sega Saturn. Sega Saturn. Nope. Uh, oh, um... you didn't ask us if we played the Genesis. Uh, also, you when, the Genesis? when you play when you play um, Night Trap, did you do this? Hold on, wait for the Pamela to load. Hang there on. There we go. Here we go. go. Stuart likes to touch himself. <laughs> I might have done. No, I didn't, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I was a Nintendo boy. Um, my mate was a Sega boy, and I would always go around his house to play Sega games. And it was Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage. Streets was, of Rage. Yeah, that's classic. Yeah. And um, Streets of Rage 3 was my favourite, because you can play as a kangaroo called Roo. There you go. School, did you have a Mega Drive? A lad that lodged at our house had one. Ah. I remember playing Terminator. Oh, yeah, and, Terminator, yeah. And uh, PGA Golf was on that one, too. There you go. Yeah, bit of that. And Duke, did you nope. have a... Jenny? Nope. There you go. Let's move on then now. Uh, uh, Sega Saturn, anyone have one? My friend had nope. one. Um, I, I played Tomb Raider on it, and uh, it's uh, it was a shit console. It was very shit. It was really bad. There you go. Uh, did you have one of these, School? No. No. Duke? Nope. There you go. And his favourites were Aliens Trilogy and Die Hard Trilogy. So there you go. Freak! Okay, PS1. PS1 and his were Crash yeah. Bandit 3 and Resident Evil 2. No way, man. Final Fantasy 7, hello. No way, Soul man. Blade, Parappa the Rapper. Tomb Raider. Meh. Yeah, definitely Tomb Raider for me. Uh, Ginny? Uh, yeah, uh, it was uh, Resident Evil 2. Uh, big fan of that. And Driver. Love Driver. Oh, Driver was a great game. Especially for the time, because that was the first time you yeah. could like drive over people's fences and yeah. stuff. You could never run over people, no matter how hard you tried. <laughs> yeah, they exactly. always dived out of the way, didn't they? Like um, making those movies where you like went over a, a bridge or something, that was amazing. Yeah. But I hated that guy. Lose the tail, man! One of those early <laughs> missions, the guy was riding with you. He was like, get rid of the cops, man! It's like, shut up. <laughs> there you go. And school, did you, did you have a PS1? Yeah, uh, Demolition Derby. Oh, yeah. Brilliant yeah. game. Brilliant. Um, and I'd say probably, I mean, everybody remembers Resident Evil. Weren't Time Splitters on that as well? Yeah. Mm, yeah. So I yeah. think the first one was. Was he? I didn't Google. think that was still, Google. I, I, Google, I don't think that was still the PS2. No, nah, was it? Right. I Resident might be wrong. Evil. I might be wrong because I never had a PS2, so I wouldn't know. Um, but I remember playing Duke Nukem on it. Stew! Stew! Yes. You were right. There you go. It's on the PS2. There's a first time for everything. Get lost. <laughs> I, we'll give you a I, I usually we'll do my it. stuff. I we'll give him a t-shirt for that, dude. There you go. I can have a t-shirt, too. Woo! No, um, no t-shirt for you. Uh, PS2. You can have mine. I know. Yeah, I can have yours. Uh, <laughs> no, thanks a lot. What do you mean? We could both fit inside <laughs> it, possibly, in an XXXL. I just wanted to brag that I beat Ginny. Yeah. PS2. 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 So... What did you Star have? Wars Battlefront games? Yeah. Uh, Battlefield 2, the original. Yeah. No idea. Never had one. Oh. Never had one. And uh, School? P- 
PS2. Hitman. Hitman. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And Ginny. And time splitters. Time splitters, yay! <laughs> Do you know, time splitters, incidentally, <laughs> incidentally, I I didn't have a PS2, but my friend did, and I played the whole of time splitters with him on co-op, and it was the first co-op game I played all the way through on split screen. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool a co-op because you played in different times and it was all weird and cool. So there you go. And uh, Chini. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 3. Blew my mind. Ah, there you go. It blew my mind. There you go. I, I was convinced that Duke would say Ico, but obviously he didn't remember that one. Well, yeah. I took that as a given. Oh. Uh, but yeah, oh, Ico. Yeah, Ico, there you go. Uh, N64 is next, and he's with Mario oh. 64 and GoldenEye. Everyone's going to go for GoldenEye. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, GoldenEye and uh, another game that I put a lot of out, Torok, yeah, Mario Kart, uh, Lilac Wars, it was called Star Fox in America. Played them all for hours and hours and hours. That was just when I was just a hardcore N64 GoldenEye crazy mad. There you go, and School. Would you agree? Yeah, Can, uh, I'd go with Goldeneye and Turret. There you go. And Duke. Nope. Never had one. Same yeah. here. Never had one. Uh, right, next one. Wii is his next one. The Wii. And he's got Mario Kart Wii and Resident Evil 4. So there you go. So what do we think of the Wii? <laughs> Anybody bothered? I don't have one. I can't see anybody. Just uh, dance, baby. Oh god, um, you're the problem, man. Uh, no, uh, uh, I think the best game I've played on the Wii is Boom Blocks by far. Yeah, you see, I'd I'd probably go with Dead Space Extraction personally, and Resident yeah. Evil Four is good on it as well. That is very good on it. As well, well, why don't you and JSS Lifelog, who <laughs> loves that game, get a room and talk about Dead Space Extraction? Oh, you just you can don't grow know. a beard and drink some Steve. beers. <laughs> I love you, Steve. Whatever. Um, uh, Nintendo DS, Brain Training, and Electroplankton. There you go. <laughs> That's what he likes. That's what he likes. Which was a bit like, um, oh, what was that game on the PS3 that was made by the people who made Flower Flow? It was a bit like Flow Electroplankton, from what I can remember. Tentious. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> DS, uh, Zelda, and what's that other one that I like? Oh, Professor Layton. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, no, I would agree. Professor Layton is really good. And Zelda Spirit Tracks, which I'm really enjoying. So there you go, that's mine. And you, uh, School, what do you like on the DS? Uh, that's Scribblenauts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought that off the back of what you were talking about when you were on the record. Oh, God, you didn't rec- get a buy game off Stu's recommendation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did. did. <laughs> Whatever. <No>. Mental. <laughs> Who did and he doesn't even want his money back from him. Wow. I know. Who did he do a stupid thing like that? And anything else on the DS that you really enjoyed? Oh, Cookie Mama, man. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. It takes all sorts. And it had the weird sounds when you get, You're okay, right? You're hired. <laughs> can, I, can I just ask, do you put a little white pinny on when you're playing it? Just wondered. Uh, anyway, yeah, moving on. Yeah, that's, that's between me and my wife. Has he got a frill? Has he got a nice, like, lacy edge to it? No? Yeah? yeah, yeah. Shoot. Shoot. You're getting weird. This is getting weird. <laughs> And the final one. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And the final one is uh, the PS3, which he now owns, and he's his. Uh, oh, Mad- he hates the Xbox, huh? Screw yeah. the Xbox. Metal, Metal Gear Solid 4 and Bioshock are his two favorite PS3 picks. So, Chini, PS3. Uncharted 2, Little Big Planet. Yeah, I would agree. Little Big Planet, Heavy Rain for me. Uh, Duke. Well, not that last oh, one you sure. mentioned, but uh, I don't know. I'm playing DJ Hero. Oh, God of War Collection, obviously. Oh, yeah. And uh, Killzone 2. I actually enjoy playing that a lot. There you go. Have you got a, you've got a PS3, haven't you, school? No, I haven't, no. 
Oh, so you sing style mics are off your original PS2 then? Oh, are they? it's off PS2, this is. Antique. Ah, nice. Ah, there you go. Yeah, it, it does actually sound okay. But I don't know if I, I can believe that you really use it for singing unless I hear you sing. There you go. Yeah. I mean, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> and his final bit, he says, P.S. Uh, is there any way to change my PSN name because I have the most lame ID? Baby Boxer 85. I don't think there is. I don't think there is. no way. Uh, the only way you can change it is... You're stuck with people yeah. thinking that you beat up babies forever. Yeah, there is no way. The only way you can do it is to get a new account. My only recommendation is don't get drunk when you make it your PSN uh, name. <laughs> I'm going to call myself Baby Beater and that's the boy. <laughs> uh, uh, God. Uh, so that was it. And then he sent us another email after that, a second one. Oh, for crying out loud, I know. This, this is, is a, this, there's no questions on this. It's just a quick Why don't we save it for next week? Yeah, let's read it next week. Okay. Let's, this one next week. We'll read it yes. next week. Okay, um, let's okay. do some quick shout outs. And we're sort of going to get out of here and we'll let school go, but then we're going to spoil the hell out of Heavy Rain. Yes. We're going to spoil it, man. We're going to sure spoil are. it so bad, so if you don't want to. Like you've heard me angry about this game so uh, far. Oh, whatever. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, let's see how many of my points Stu can refute. How about that? Yeah, let's do that. Let's, let's do, do it. That. That's oh, how we'll. Let's, start. let's not do it now. No, let's not do it now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did people have right, some shout-outs? In- oh. uh, right. Let's. Uh, in fact, you know what? I'm going to start this week. You crazy. go. Yeah, go I'm. Go- I'm going to do some crazy stuff. You are then. Okay. Um, at the weekend was the first official 035s meetup. Yeah. Uh, so first of all, I'd like to send out big kudos to uh, Mosher and Redcap, of course, for doing all the uh, arrangements and Mosher for getting stressed out for about six months, you know, worrying whether anyone was going to bother turning up or not and all that sort of stuff. Oh, it's been, yeah. Anyway, yeah, she did a fantastic job of getting everyone together. We had some good temping bowling, went temping bowling, and then we're for a nice meal afterwards. So I'd like to shout out everybody who did turn up. Uh, So there was Mosher and Redcap, of course. We've got Spitfire Ian, who came all the way from Southampton to Leeds. Uh, which took him about six hours, I believe, six or seven hours. Bless him. I know. I know. And he was a really nice really nice guy, so yeah, kudos. Uh Cognitio, who was just so funny. That's so I've got to give big shouts out Is to he, him. Didn't he used to have long hair? He used to have long hair, I'm sure. Yeah, he, he definitely didn't have long hair when I saw him. Yeah. Uh but he's in the army, so I can't imagine him ever having Ah, uh, there you go, that'll do it. Yeah, I can't imagine him along her. And he was there with his missus. So, yeah, oh, shout out oh. to you. Uh, Cybernaut, who has got long hair. He has. He's got his beast of a long hair. Yeah. And we yeah. had some uh, cracking conversations with Cybernaut. And his uh, missus was there as well, who is also a, a gamer. But she's not allowed online because she gets way too competitive, apparently. So, uh, ah. so she, she plays games, but he won't allow her to go online because <laughs> she scares cool. people. She's very scary. And we had Butsy. And his either wife or girlfriend, not sure. I think it was his wife. And it was his birthday. So, yeah, happy birthday, Butsy. So, there you go. Yeah. Uh, we had the Cardinal, who uh, who didn't wear his uh, bishop's robes. I was expecting some bishop's robes, but they didn't come. And he was there with his girlfriend. So, thank you, Cardinal. He came. Uh, Rickster came with his uh, missus. Ah, uh, Rickster. Otherwise known as Sniper. And, yeah, do you know what? She is the least sort of gaming person you're ever likely to meet. Uh-huh. Yeah, plays the cello. In, in other words, she has a social life. And like, no, no, no. She came. Party. She's very sort of polite, very nice, you know. And then she are you tra- saying all gamers are like, oh, "Fuck you, man"? <laughs> no, you did. <laughs> if you, 
In your face time. It didn't matter. You'd understand what I was saying because she's really nice, very sort of, you know, comes across. She's still digging that hole. And I know. And then she frags people on Rainbow Six Vegas. So there you go. That's And she was very nice. And Rickster, of course, who we've met Rickster. Well, we all know. He's just still as mental as ever. He's just mental. Yeah, he's just mental. Mark Annix was there with his lady, with his missus. Mark Annix the mechanic. Mark Annix the mechanic. And he was, yeah, we had some good laughs with him. Like. And then the final one was Disane, who I have to give a really big shout-out to because he did give me a lift there. So that was very oh, kind. Did yeah. You didn't drive there? No, he drove and I drank. Oh, you great. Toy- but we did, we did have a blowout on the motorway on the way back. Which wasn't really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which wasn't brilliant. Don't uh, want to know about that. I know, yeah. It wasn't hard <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. yeah, To be honest, you know what you do is uh, all right. <laughs> but luckily, luckily... He's also a train mechanic, so it took him 10 minutes. To... <laughs> really? It was great. It was great. And, you know, I'll tell you what, I, I need to like, get my MRT done by some of the other 35, I think. I know. Yeah, mechanic. Yeah. Um, and that's it for my shout-out, so I'll pass it over to Ginny. All right, well, I've got some shout-outs. First, I'll shout-out Advrocksky. He uh, tweeted me saying, talk about Shinobi more. There you go, I've done it. <laughs> Uh, Did also, he hear my inclusion of the Shinobi music in that rap song? He better have. I put it um, in there just for him. Right, he probably did. He probably did. I don't know. Um, Chris uh, Matthew, CPM, one we all know, because he uh, uh, he said that you can check me out for playing a crap game for uh, GS. What's GS? No uh, idea. Game Station? Game of School. Oh, game of School. Game of School. Yeah, we so don't he's, know he's, games. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. He's playing a crap game for achievements. Don't know what it is, what is but good it? for him. I oh, don't know. Uh, right, also... You can find it on his gamer tag. Whatever. Go ahead. Uh, also, I've got to shout out uh, Steve Roberts, uh, also known as Flame, 1978. Uh, he said that he wants to shout out his guide for Final Fantasy Thirteen. Do you want to hear his very quick guide? Go. You press the A button a lot. Yes, that is, that is pretty <laughs> yes. much true. Yeah, that's all I've done so far. And I'm also no, going to shout out uh, Graham Linehan, uh, the writer and director of the IT crowd, Father Ted, Big Train, mm-hmm. and the first season of Little Britain. Because I uh, saw him today. I was an extra in the IT crowd today. Uh, nice. and that, was a, that was a crazy experience. So that, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be in the IT crowd. So I, and he's like super cool. Um, and uh, Chris, who plays Roy, is uh, very funny. And yeah, so look for me in the rock band like gig kind of look it's like a gig uh and i i spoke to the actual band they're a real band and they was from where i was from so it was cool uh yeah so i shared out graham he, he also tweeted me saying thanks for coming so that's cool there you go and right, duke so the, sorry the most recent game cpm has been playing is uh need for speed shift and the born conspiracy oh that's oh, the one yeah it's, it's born <laughs> that's the one definitely okay. uh duke Yes. Uh, three quick shout-outs. Uh, Red Cap, Zero Skill, and Ramasaya, because uh, we finally got together and played some Battlefield Bad Company the other day. And Thanks. also, uh, cheering uh, shout-outs to you, Rich Skullduggerer, for coming on and beating Chinny and for playing some uh, Bad Company. Uh, yes, thank you, Rich, for coming. Yeah, yeah, cheers for that. Somebody else put that. And to everybody at Velocity Gamers, the VGHub.net. It's Ooh. the place to go for all the best video game communities and podcasts and what have you. There you go. And school, have you got any shout outs before we let you go? Oh, the first one's going to be Chinny because my my Blur beat has just finished downloading, so I'm well chuffed about that. Oh, ah, yeah. there you go. Yeah, that's that's the Chinny. Uh-huh. Um, next up, I've got to say to my two girls who will be listening on Saturday and telling Chinny oh. off for swearing, 
that's generally yeah do you know what oh, I tell, I've told him off tonight yeah, yeah he swore so much I'll... last week he was very naughty <laughs> how old are they how old are they uh, six and uh, oh, nine. Oh, that's fucking <laughs> young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, we should have. Oh my god. Sorry about that. Yeah, Ginny was very naughty. You know, he said, "Very." I'm sorry. And then uh, all the all the boys in Bravo, uh, especially Cognitio, who'll be wheeling his way to Candor at the minute. So big shout he out is, to him. He's not back on till July either. Oh, bless him. Yeah, he's not back yeah. online till July. So there you Oof. go. And Murphy's Law for doing a bit of the old uh, Battlefield Bad Company on Saturday. Yay. Oh, there yeah. you go. There you go. So yeah. on that yeah, on that note, I think, uh, you know, I'd just like to say another quick thanks to Rich for coming on tonight and beating Ginny. Cool. Yeah. And we need to get the hell out of here. So, uh, yeah, see ya. Fairly oh. well, everyone. Say bye, Rich. That's all. We'll be back in a minute, by the way, for the heavy rain stuff. So yeah, stay rain. tuned. Stay tuned. Bye. Bye. So, welcome back after the outro tune. We are back here, he says. He says. Yeah. Seems like ages ago, that 30 Yeah, seconds. it was ages ago, yeah. It does seem like ages. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're back to sort of do some real big spoilers on the heavy rain and, and just sort of work out where it differed and did it differ that much between us when we played the game? That's what we're going to do. It's a private detective. Yeah, well, we know that. Yeah, we knew that. <laughs> okay. Just giving spoilers. Okay. <laughs> the poor guy who couldn't get to his iPod in time. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> that is or for the person who fell asleep yeah. and he's getting oh, yeah. he wakes up. Huh? Uh, <laughs> I brilliant. Gotta uh, go to sleep before uh, that comes on. Right, come on, come on, then. Um, you obviously you're very no, no, angry. No, 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 I'll go. I'll go first. Right, Are you okay. going first? Go for it. Go. I, I, I like the game. I think it's good. I think people should play it if they got a PS3. But these are my problems. <laughs> no, they should. No, no, dude. dude, dude, dude. Alright, I'll shut up. I'm just kidding. Dude, these, these are my problems. I, I have a lot of problems with the story in uh, Heavy Good. Rain. Right, so here, here I go. Okay, Norman, the, the FBI guy. Yes. Yeah. He lets, he lets Ethan go, right, and nothing happens, right? Nothing nope. comes of it, right? The police just go, whatever. You just let him go. <laughs> they watch okay. him walk out! And they watch him walk out, right? Okay, and again, next point. Ethan blacks out, Ethan's blackouts. You know the blackouts? Yeah. And he holds the origami thing in his hand. They make. His I, I thought. I thought that would kind of like wrap up nicely. They make no fucking sense. Is, no, is the private investigator like drugging him and dragging him in the middle of the road? No. It makes yeah, no where sense. Yeah. Get those origami figures from. Yeah, they're stupid. That's stupid. Bad writing. Also, <laughs> uh, Scott kills. Uh, Scott Shelby kills 500 people right in that mansion. And then you're supposed to justify if you should kill the guy at the end. I'm like, I'll just kill 500 people. Who gives a fuck? Right? In and... order to get to that guy. <laughs> yeah. And there's like, oh, and yeah. I'm well, on... I don't know. You're well, a father. And then, like, obviously, he just killed all those people. He's only a private eye. The police should have been like, yo, you know, like, you shouldn't have done that. That was pretty bad. Okay. Um, Ethan. Ethan is a suspect uh, to to the kidnappings of the children. 
with very, very little evidence, I might add. I mean, the, the only evidence they have is that the wife said he wasn't around the day, like the day after he was. This kid was kidnapped, and listen, you know, FBI guy, I'm trying to save that kid, and you're yeah. not willing to go along with me. So, so the, the, I mean, there was very little evidence why they was chasing Ethan. You know, he was. I mean, he should have been like a suspect, yeah. But not right. really one that they, they chase. The only one that they handcuffed to the table. Next, next point. I am going. I'm going to try and get through these quickly. Uh, next point, right? They, they chase him on the roof. They chase Ethan on the roof of the SWAT team. He drops eight foot down, and they can't climb down to get him. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Where's all the police? Uh, right, and he gets away in a taxi. Okay. Um, um, Madison gets told by uh, Anne Shepherd in the hospital who the killer is. He gets told that it's Scott. Like you assume that she only says. Uh, his first name Scott. She has never met up to this point Scott Shelby or I was Norman. I about that. She hasn't, She's, has she? She never meets him, uh, and she never meets Norman. And at the end, when you get out of the building, you have the option of calling Ethan or calling Norman if he's still alive. So she has no idea who he is. That makes no sense. Again, bad writing to link all the seeds at the end of the uh, the game. Right in the tunnel where uh, Ethan climbs through with the glass. There's no way that that fat bastard Scott Shelby would have gone in there and put all that glass in there. But he uh, might have hired someone. Uh, no, he wouldn't. Right, uh, Scott. Um, He's lying. If you play the game again, if you listen to Scott's thoughts, he, he kind of thinks uh, as if he's he's actually chasing the origami killer. Obviously, he should be thinking, oh, I'm the killer. It was me. La, la, la. <laughs> uh, so he's lying, and he's not, there's, no sign, <laughs> there's no signs of Scott Shelby being a schizophrenic. So that is bad. Bad writing. And, um, oh, it's an unexpected twist is what it is, man. Uh, this is more of a, a gripe than a plot hole, but the actions are very hard to read. Sometimes you press the right thing or the down That's right. and you shake it, and you don't know what they're going to do. I mean, are yep. you going to pull your pants down? You don't know. And it's shaking, uh, too, so it's like, what letter is that? Yeah. And my last thing, this is my favourite line in uh, Heavy Rain. This is my favourite line in Heavy Rain. This is, shows you that David Cage sometimes should really go to a real writer and uh, check the dialogue. Here we go. This is the, the scene where Madison gives uh, Ethan some uh, paracetamol. So here we go. What are they? Painkillers. They help ease the pain. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That is, I mean, okay. Before Jude does his hating, I'll I'll have my issues out first. Okay. Painkillers, they yeah, help listen, ease okay. the pain. Okay, these are the issues that I <laughs> have. <laughs> really you know. do they, Madison? Really, <laughs> As much as I like what David Cage, you know, was trying to achieve and all that, I have to agree. There were some huge plot holes going <laughs> yes. on, and some just some weird stuff. Okay, first things first. Okay, in the motel, how many motels do you know where they stock drugs in the cupboard when you first check into your bedroom, right? Not only that, but these drugs... <laughs> I like the way that this just turned to... Listen, a, a listen, not only part. that, not only that... But and these, I haven't even gone yet. These drugs are so strong, you can only take one every 24 hours, so they're not over-the-counter stuff, these things. You know? <laughs> they're staying in a special renegade hotel. Just happened uh, to be in the cupboard with a bandage yeah. and God knows what else, all sorts of paraphernalia. It was just like a drugstore in that cupboard. Um, so that's, that's one of my first ones, okay. My second issue is, okay, how many private eyes these days still have a traditional typewriter on desk, which completely gave it away for me from right from the start. As soon as I saw the typewriter on his desk, I was like, so he's the killer because he's got a typewriter, and why would you even put that in there to he's sort an of old school detective? No, right? well, you that's know weird. that's weird because when you find out that he has a secret room, when Madison goes in, the typewriter that he actually uses for those letters yeah. is in there. Yeah, so why would why would you put it on the desk for everyone to see? Here's a typewriter. Look, I like old-fashioned typewriters. Yeah, okay, 
But the biggest plot hole, and I thought you'd have said this, Ginny, and you didn't. The biggest plot hole is how did he kill the typewriter guy in the shop when you were controlling him yeah, the whole that, time that's you not, that, that, No, yeah, that, that's not a plot hole. That, that, that could have been solved with a quick editing trick. You know, if if like, I mean, it was it was very subtly done, and that's one of my favorite and least favorite scenes in the whole game is the yeah. the antique shop because at the same time it's very clever because you go for it, it's very arbitrary. You just kind of go, oh, I'm picking up the phone for no reason, and you know that that's a clue that says yeah. this person didn't do it. And then it? then I love the fact that like it says you 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 engage in the scene like no other scene I think in the whole game where you go shit, what did I touch? You know, yeah. like, what? Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Um, yeah, that's true. I thought, I thought that was brilliant. But they could have solved that whole, like, Scott killing that guy, like, so easily with a, with a, just an edit trick. And that, yeah. then you find out the reason why um, the woman, uh, the prostitute woman, is looking at that ballet ballerina thing is not because it's saying, she touched this, you should wipe it. It's actually, it's because, because yeah, your Scott is busy killing that guy. So yeah. there's there's like a hidden reason. You think yeah. when you when you find out you have to wipe the fingerprints, you go, oh, that's why she was touching that ballet thing. When it yeah, wasn't, there was an extra reason. You yeah, like, oh no, Scott. I thought that that was like a very clever scene, but they they didn't do it. Just you know when they when they did you know when Scott when you found it out that Scott killed him, I was like, ah, they could have done that a lot better. Oh, can yeah. I ask? Would you have gleaned that from only playing it once? Because I don't remember any of that. I got to the end of the game, saw the little cutscene showing him killing him. I'm like, well, hold up a minute. That's not how it happened. I was controlling him the whole time. Yeah. I yeah, think well, only, you only well, no, noticed that's that. That's how it should have been. It should have yeah, been yeah. like, oh. But I think you yeah. only noticed that because you played it twice. And obviously, yeah. well, I didn't, well, yeah, I, I did play it twice. But I, I, I just think, um, yeah, you're right. I mean, like, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of hard to read. And I, that's what I'm saying. Like, they, they could have done it where it's, it was a little bit more obvious that he was busy at that time, you know? Uh, I mean, yeah. the final gripe. The final gripe I had is not so much a plot hole, but just something that just... I was just like... It just felt like such a cop-out. And the, the gripe I have, and I, and I don't want to sound sadistic here or anything like that, but... When you're told to go and kill someone, you know, when yeah. they're on a trial to go and kill this guy, uh-huh. how much more impact would that have had if it had just been some regular Joe with his kids or whatever? And it was almost like this, you know, we want you to do something really bad, but we're going to give you an excuse to do it. You well, know, it was, but it was never really about you making you do a bad thing. It was about how much will you push yourself and I think it made it, I don't know, that didn't bother me too it much. It did bother me because I just felt like it was a bit of a cop-out and it was like, you know what I mean? It was almost like, we want you to make this real big moral choice at the end of this scene. Yeah. Yeah, but we're going to make it easy for you because we're going to make him shoot at you a lot first. So you feel yeah, like you yeah, want to kill true. him anyway. Do you I understand what I mean? Did y'all kill him? Yeah, of course. I killed I him. Yeah. Did you I not? I was like, eh. I can probably get by. I, I think at that point, too, I was like, well, first of all, I'm three quarters of the way to the game. So I'm like, I want to be done with this. But the other thing was that I was just, I don't know. Maybe I was like, I wonder if I can not kill him and still win. I mean, last of all, just to say, from all my gripes, I still really love playing it, you know? And I still, at the end, felt quite... Oh, sad. yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm the same. Like, I really I really enjoyed it, despite, yeah. like, it's, despite I, a lot. I, I just think that like David Cage really needs to like kind of consider giving the... the the script to somebody else after he's finished with it. Like, he does come up with some good ideas and then just give it to, like, a, a writer who knows what he's doing a little bit more. 
Um, because I, I think some of his stuff is, is some of the errors he makes is so basic. You know what I mean? Like just painkillers, they help ease the pain. Like lines like that really just you just make you just painkillers that just happen to be in the motel room. Cupboard. Yeah, I just just stupid lines like that. Like, can I have one? I really want one. You know, like really clunky dialogue that doesn't that doesn't need to be there. You know. Right, come on then, Jude. Come Dude, on, give go. us okay. go. To start with, um, I actually took the liberty of recording the Skype call I made to Chinny because I noticed he sent me a message saying, I'm done with heavy rain right after, right before I finished it. So I was very intrigued. So when I finished it, I was so excited to talk about the game. So I tracked Chinny down. I sent him an email. I'm like, hey, find me on Skype. Let's talk about it. And so we did. And this is a little bit of what we talked about. Yeah, finished. Yep, me too. What happened? At the end of yours? Um, I went to Craigslist, and I put the game up for sale because this is one of the worst goddamn game experiences I've ever had in my life. I hated this game. It made me vomit. Oh, my God. And I'm so mad at you because, Stu, I knew he was going to be going on and on. And blah, it's so wonderful. It's so brilliant. But you, I trusted you, and I know it's really my fault because I was like, oh, I'll commit to playing it before the show on Monday and blah, 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 blah. And I started playing it last night, and I, I woke up at 6 a.m. this morning because I always wake up at 6 a.m. And then it was like, I'm going to just play it, and I've been playing it ever since, and I finished it, and I can't believe I wasted all that time because I hated it. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. Um, that, that is just weird, that, right? Because it's like I, I wasn't sure whether it was – Chinny laughing now or Chinny laughing? Yeah, I know, right? Okay. <laughs> I have 34 reasons why Heavy Rain was the worst game experience of yeah, you're my life. You're not listing off 34. One, two. Yes, you can. If no, you list it off all the paragraphs you, websites, I'm reading no, this list. Stu, if you, Stu if, you, if you list off the, 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 the reasons why you extend your timing just cause 2 demo, he can read off these 32 reasons. All right, go. Here we go. go. And, and see how many of these you can refute, Stu. You probably agree with most of them anyway. Number one, the kids' voices are really, really stupid, okay? There's a scene when they're playing a sword fight, and junior number one is playing the sword fight with dad, and then junior number two is watching, and he goes, yeah, continue. Who would say that? No kid would ever say continue. And don't give me, it was made in France, because that didn't no, make sense. That's just bad either. dialogue. That's not it is bad dialogue. Horrible yeah, dialogue. Number two, yeah, the walking mechanic is atrocious. As you said, Stu, yeah, turning the yeah, character around is like turning around a 10-ton truck. Right? You said that. Remember that? I, think, I don't yeah. disagree. Number three, the six axis is stupid and the game uses it way too much. I mean, sometimes I didn't mind. Well, every once in a while, like when you're bashing open a door, okay, it's fine. But most of the time, it was like, shake it around. I feel like an idiot. Number two, number four, she, there's this whole thing where they introduced the concept of moving this joystick slowly in order to set the fine china out, right? And if you do it too hard, your wife's like, come on, what are you doing? But you don't ever break it, and why are they preparing that fine china for dinner with the kids? That's a person you want using the fine china. Here, kids, birthday eat off of party. this. It's a birthday party. Oh, oh a birthday party where there are a lot of hyperactive 10-year-olds. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Brilliant. Number five. Oh, wait, I already did that. No, okay, no, here's number five. The kids go inside. Time for dinner, kids. They go inside. Uh, half a second later, one of them is upstairs crying over the dead bird. Do they have a teleporter? Do they have a portal gun? How did they get upstairs so fast? Which brings me to number seven. The dead bird is the worst foreshadowing ever. Okay? I said that. That's you you know I said that. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It's all my fault. No, let me, can I just... Did you just strangle the bird? What are you talking about? Let's <laughs> get this straight. So the bits you hated the most were in the tutorial at the beginning of the game. Is that well, what you're saying? I hated the fact that all those tutorial things... <laughs> You've I just listed up nearly ten things in the tutorial. I know, right? 
Okay, here, uh, now we're out of the tutorial. <laughs> Saint Clown. What the hell? That dude gave me nightmares. <laughs> when you like the balloon? Oh, my God. He's the killer. He's the one who did it. It's, it's no wonder the kid ran out of the shopping center. I last know. Time. Okay, number seven. The music just stops in certain places. There's no fan. I just dies. Like, what is that? All right, next one. Here we go. When you is call not, a kid. Can I just say, is that not just where it's glitching? And the, uh, the, it I don't just know if it's glitch or not, but it's stupid, and it, it made me angry. Right, All right, glitch. next one. When you call. Listen, you're a father, Stu. You'll understand this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Okay, let's imagine you're at the mall, okay? And your daughter is walking away from you. You call her. What's her name? Daughter, uh, Millie. Yeah, yeah. Huh? No, no. I thought you meant the name of the guy. The lad in the daughter's game. name. Yeah, is Millie. Not the Millie. The is. Millie. Millie. Okay. Yeah. You. She's walking away from me. You say Millie, and she keeps walking. And you go Millie, and then she keeps walking. And you go Millie, and she keeps walking. What do you do then? You race over to them and you check for sudden deafness syndrome. You don't keep calling their name while walking slowly behind them. Yeah, but Millie. that's only if you keep pressing Millie. them. <laughs> Millie, you wouldn't do that. No, you'd start going, Millie, I'm talking to you. Come here right now. Because yeah. you're worried that they're going to get hit by a car. Right? <laughs> so. Number nine, they're turning on the stove. You don't turn on the burner of the stove with the middle dial. That's for the oven. Oh, my God. Number ten, you only have two choices. Talk rationally to the religious lunatic pointing a gun at your partner or shoot him in the head. No, no, no. What about a wounding shot? What about grabbing the gun? What about shooting him in the crotch? There are lots of different things you should be able to do. If you can put disinfectant on the guy's burns, why not pour it in his eyes? Why not rub it all over his genitals? What is it about? Oh, you can do the wrong thing once, but you can't do a hundred wrong things. And I understand they'd have to do a lot more programming for that, but then don't give me the one wrong option. Well, you really wanted to rub it on his genitals, did you? Yeah. The voice acting is generally bad, but the game prides itself on its audio, so what is that about? They should have made sure all the voice acting was amazing. Many scenes are also completely pointless. Details in a story need to be significant, but there's nothing significant about brushing your teeth. It's just about getting used to the controls. You could do that in a way that is meaningful. Okay, here, son, it's time to do your homework, because I noticed that from this chalkboard I wrote down. I know, I did Now. While you're doing your homework, I'm going to stare at you as you do your homework. <laughs> Dad, that's kind of unnerving. Would you like me to stick you into a grate and let you drown in the rain? The kid is telling the dad, it's not your fault that our, my brother died. Who the F is he, Carl Jung, all of a sudden? I'm going to psychoanalyze my dad now. Shut up, kid. Kids don't talk like that. It also makes a lot of sense to suddenly ask an armed robber, do you have someone that you care about? A girlfriend, perhaps? I'm pointing a gun at you trying to rob a store. You're asking me about my girlfriend. Why didn't any of the other fathers complete their challenges? We don't hear about that. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. The fat man's bathrobe would not fit her, okay? I hope you don't mind. I'm wearing your bathrobe. No! You, it would be dragging on the floor behind you, okay? She's slight and slender. He is large. It would not fit her. Okay, here's the thing. Okay, uh, let's see. I'm kind of confused. I'm a private detective. What do you think? Oh, I have two lists. Whoever would have thought of cross-referencing these two lists? It's a good thing I brought you on board, partner. <laughs> They're at the cemetery. The cemetery worker goes, looks like a storm's coming. Oh, really? You think so? What was your first clue, genius A. Einstein? All the heavy rain around us? It's only rained four <laughs> inches in the last ten minutes. You think a storm's coming? Do you know, it was a weird speech. Did you, did you ever find out why, you know, the uh, the rich guy, why he came to the grave? Because I didn't work that out. Why? Yeah. 
Yeah, because he he died on his uh, on his lot, like that he owned that land. And he, ah, he... you see, I didn't realize that. How did you not hear him say that? Because yeah, I didn't, I got, I didn't get to him in the mansion. Uh, all right, I never. Right. So I assume it was. Well, we'll get into that. We'll get to that in a bit. But ah, carry on, carry right. on. Okay. Okay. okay, It is possible to move around a nightclub dance floor. Okay, I've done it. it they, the dancers don't make an impenetrable wall no, of humanity. I, I, I have to disagree with you there. I yeah, I do. The way, the way, the way I know it's, it's awkward. It's awkward, but I just love the way that they move through the crowd. And it is like that. It is like that. I don't know. People I don't, loved it. Just this man's asking me for place. my name. He could be the killer. I'm trying to be careful. I better give him my real name. WTF? What is that about? No, you give him a fake name. That's go undercover as an amateur gumshoe 101. All right. You're talking about, the scene. To... You're talking about the scene with Madison when she gets to the doctor's house. Yeah. Okay. Now, admittedly, I was really a moron in that scene because he gives me a drink, and I drank it like an idiot, so that was stupid. Fair enough. Um, But speaking of which, I didn't have this on the list. Thank you for reminding me. There's a scene in which Madison has this dream where she's being almost raped by three guys with balaclavas and knives, and it's it's a dream. There's no reason for it. It's this gratuitous, almost a snuff film scene for the sake of titillation. No, because it was filling in her reason for insomnia, presumably. Oh, please, you, could do, reason for insomnia. you could do that. You could do that in a less graphic way. In a hundred way. different ways. Well, how fun I can would only that sleep have... in hotels. What kind of contrived reason is that for her to go to a hotel? Look, nightmares are weird things. Cure for insomnia. <laughs> nightmares are weird things. Yeah, Who knows? Anyway. Um, if you're trailing behind someone that you need to follow, you finally get Paco to agree to take you upstairs. He's getting ahead of me. Hurry up and walk faster when they get too far ahead. No, I'm just going to keep this leisurely stroll. I can sort of see him there in the distance. And the, the guy character, the Paco, is just ridiculous. Now, oh, no, we're done with all talking. Oh, to get busy. Oh, give me a break. How ridiculous is that? And she's got him tied up, but her experiences should let her know, don't put the gun down. What are you? Now that I've got you tied up, I can just set this down right here and we can talk. No. Don't put the gun down. Also, torturing people always gets you answers. You know, 24 is real life. It always works. You're going to have people go, okay, I'll tell you everything you want to know about my grandfather. All right, here's the thing. Winning a quick time event in most games, you know, like God of War we were talking about, usually when you win a quick time event, you, you impale the snake's face with your sword and it cuts his eyes out. But in this game, every time you win a quick time event, you just barely stay alive. You never beat anyone with a quick time event. You just keep them away from you long enough to let them fall off a cliff or something. Yeah, but, that's so a whole, yeah, but that's a whole point of it, isn't it? The whole point is staying alive, not winning a quick time event and stabbing a snake. Well, you completely I, I the wanted point a little more victory once in you a while. Getting out of that guy's basement was a nice quick time event because I did end up killing him. Yeah, and yeah, and that that was because it fit, fitted the scene, you know. It just, you know, I, kissing I don't know. I mean, always looks ridiculous in this game. Yes, like, yes, it does. It does. Faces. Yeah, it well, does. that's he almost got killed twice in two days. I think I want to have sex with you now. No, I want to go to post-traumatic stress counseling. Actually. <laughs> This guy had yeah. me tied up in his that's basement. A, that's another problem about to as well. Me without anesthesia. Let's get another, naked and have sex. Another problem as well. He has one trial left. Ethan has one trial left when he has sex with Madison. What should he be doing? You know? <laughs> and he keeps saying, there's no time. Time's running out. Yeah, I then he has sex. 
It's a yeah. good thing the bad guys always kill you in some stupid, convoluted way that lets you escape. You're tied up in a basement. You're tied up in a sinking car. You're dangling from a bulldozer. There's always one last way for you to get out because this enemy is a stupid moron. Like a James Bond movie. Like, I'm going to go in my office and stand with my back to the door. <laughs> is that Two me? More. Oh, no. God. More? He expects poison to take effect exactly 60 minutes after he drinks it. He's looking at the watch. Three seconds left. Son, I have to let you know. You're the most important thing that ever happened to me. Blah, 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 blah. <gasps> oh, I'm not dead. Well, I guess I'm all right. You'd think maybe. No, I'm going to take a breath and, ah, oh, now it's effect. No, what the heck? And also, uh... At the end, when they're in their happy new apartment, Madison says to him, this is a new start for us. We'll be able to forget what happened. Yeah, oh, it'll be a piece. Yeah, remember that time you were almost killed twice in two days and the lunatic almost vivisected you in his basement? No, Good I don't times. remember that. I Good times. Uh... I mean, come on. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Duke. Okay. All right. okay. Uh, Duke, you've had your your rant. You, yes, you know, I got like it we, out of my system. I, I can't think. I think I, 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 go on, go on, Stu. I was going to say, on the whole, they were all pretty petty things. I have to say. No, 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 no. I think I think uh, some of us made yourself. I mean, we mentioned some of the major stuff, right, but a lot. I, I of think we can all agree petty. that 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 the game has problems. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, but uh, Duke might not agree, but me and Stu agreed that I think it's worth playing. Stuff. Definitely. Maybe it's just not my cup of tea. I can admit that. Like, I have a student who really liked it. But... I have not felt an emotional thing like that where the, the the very first trial with the car, my heart was in my mouth, and at the end of that, I felt relieved that I'd actually got out of it alive. And I think what this game does really, really well is make you really worry about dying. You I know? wonder if maybe that is down to the fact that you knew that it's possible for your characters to die. Definitely. Of course it's down to that, because he made it quite clear that your characters can die, so of course it's down to that. But I don't know if a lot of people playing this, just you know, picking it up in a shop, would know that. I mean, I agree with you, but I don't know. When, when I drank the drink at the dude's house, I thought that was it. Madison's done. I'm going to die now. And yeah. I think it's stupid that it let me live, to be honest. Yeah, yeah but it only lets you live if you presumably complete, because I would assume she could have possibly died in that. See. Well, of course she could have, but yeah. he goes upstairs. I mean, he's about to vivisect you, and then the bell rings, and he goes, I'll go get rid of our visitor. Why would he do that? Because they he doesn't want to hear, hear them, does he, with his drills dissecting you downstairs. Maybe it's the best it's, it's audio proof. It's soundproof down there. Who knows? But I thought it was very cool the way it did the split screen. and That did scare me, that one. Yeah, thing. yeah I thought, was I was okay. I thought that was very cool. And the drill thing, and you were panicking and thinking, God, I need to make sure I do this. And you got okay. a trophy for that. So, you know. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Um, okay, so we're done with that. Uh, okay, yeah. let's, let's talk about decisions. Okay, let's right. do it. First of all, we, we briefly talked about this. Let's uh, go over it again. Nathaniel, that's the guy, who, the religious guy. Who killed him? Who didn't? I, I shot him in the head. I shot him by mistake. <laughs> but only because, only because, right, it had R1 and Reason with him and something, and the R1 was right next to Reason with him, but it was actually behind it, and I didn't realise. Ah, so I pressed R1 Ruben and shot Chinese him. Point. Yeah, I shot him by mistake. Without yeah, really. yeah, I didn't mean to shoot him. Yeah, uh, because you wouldn't do that in real life, would you? You wouldn't accidentally move your finger to saying something with your mouth. <laughs> no, um, okay, all right. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, all right, so uh, that's Nathaniel. Um... What about the the shop with the robber? What, what happened in my game? Um, I went behind him, knocked him out, done. Yeah, I missed him. Did the talk him out of it, and he did a runner. I oh, didn't. Run. Oh. I had that same yeah, thing. Yeah. I I forgot that you could go behind him until I was right next to him, and I was like, oh wait, I should try to go behind him. 
So yeah, he ran out on me. Okay. Oh yeah, when you very small one. You know when you leave the house, did you get spotted by the journalists? No. As in, no. 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 I, I don't Which know. I thought it was weird because I'm getting in his car. They presumably. Yeah. Know. Yeah. I, I would have thought they'd chase after you. Okay. Um, Drake, the uh, kind of badass detective uh, who you kind of go along with as Norman. Did you let him beat people up? No, I always intervened. No, I tried to, and I didn't on one occasion, but I did in the police cell. I let him beat up the psychiatrist. Cause I yeah, I did. Cause, <laughs> I thought he was a cock. Um, <laughs> who, did anybody die in your games? Yes. Well, except for Jake, uh, what's his name? Yeah, but you can save all four some way or another. But I've no Well, idea. no, I saved all four, but I didn't save the detective dude. No, 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 you have to save all four. That includes a detective dude. But no, I no, I got, I got the achievement for four heroes, and, and the detective dude yeah. died in mine. Yeah, weird. Yeah. So but who no, died in yours? Uh, Madison. How? In the very end scene, I was so really? pissed off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? She uh, was fighting. Yeah, she was fighting. Oh, because I had the FBI guy. Why didn't you have the FBI guy fighting? Okay, I, I, I got caught on the motel roof as Ethan. Okay. So I, right. so, so Ethan ends up in the slammer. Yeah. So I phoned Norman Jaden when you're Madison, you know, and she says she wants to phone someone. I phoned Jaden. Uh, Jaden saves the kid, and, uh, and the killer chased uh, Madison up onto the. So even though Madison's never met Norman Jaden, she phones him and says, "Yeah, I had a phone. What was weird about that? I was still able to phone Ethan as well, and I thought, well, what's the point of phoning him if he's slammed up yeah. in a cell? Yeah. You know, that doesn't make See, sense. and that's the thing is, like, we, y- I remember when y'all were talking about Fahrenheit. There was this point that someone made that. Uh, you, you you might take two very different paths, but you're going to end up in the same spot. I was hoping that this game would have that sort of very big branching thing where you might have a completely different end scene. Well, you do. You do. Person. There's many well, different You just have different people doing the things. So did yours, so did yours get chasing Madison up onto the roof into the, into the cab no, of the no. train? Yes? No, no, but it had well, the guy. Then, the FBI it? guy was doing all that. Yeah, but you got chased into a crane cab, did you? Not into a crane cab. Well, I then guess. it was different, then, wasn't it? Where okay, did you okay, get maybe days? it was. Maybe I, I don't know enough about all the scenes. How did, how it did, doesn't sound very how, different. That's one how, minor different scene. Okay, how did the private investigator die in your studio? Right, okay, in mine, right. I got chased up onto the crane scene, and Madison was in, and I was dodging, and I missed two prompts. And obviously, it didn't give you much of a, a chance on the end ones. You had to get them all right. And he basically stabbed through the cab with a metal bar and yanked me out by my belly. So that's how I died, and it was pretty graphic, I have to say. And how, did the, how did the PI die, though? Okay, the PI died. He went back to find the French chick, who is obviously the French prostitute, and she said she always said she would get revenge for who killed her, pulled the gun out and killed him. So that's Wow. How oh, that's, okay, that's see, there's another good. one, because she died in the car in the water. Well, right? she didn't die in mine, you uh, see. She didn't die in mine. Like, in mine, she, like, the PI kissed her goodbye and said to go away for a little while, and then... Um, the PI and the FBI agent had a fight on a on a conveyor belt. Yeah, that's and what I then, And then you you he's kind of hanging off, and you can help him or not help him. And I helped him. I don't know why. Yeah. Even when I, yeah, I regretted, me too. I regretted it as soon as I did right. it. I was like, oh, I should have. And um, I helped him up, and then I kind of won Starts again. Starts attacking you as soon as he's back. He, he, he dropped he dropped into a shredder. And then, like, the end scene you see with the prostitute woman is, like, she's looking at Scott Shelby's grave saying, you, you're you a bastard, I have no sympathy, and spits on his grave. Wow. Uh, okay. okay, so that's interesting. I like that, that there's those different elements. Okay, I did the other ending. I actually went back and played the the, the last bit again and beat him. So I didn't get stabbed to death and dragged down oh. to the, the crane cab. And then what happened that time, 
Um, basically, he, he sort of he threw me out till I grabbed hold of the pole as opposed to him stabbing me with it. And he yanked me out, and then he tried to hit me again, and I dodged. And then I'd sort of ended up right on the end of the crane, and he was coming, and then Jaden comes up behind him and shoots him in the back of the head. So that's how he died in that one, and he falls huh. in the water. So that's how it ended, had I completed it and got it right the first time instead of dying. So that's... That is interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, right, okay. One of, one of the scenes that I uh, thought was very odd, uh, the FBI agent. Now, at the, one of the very last scenes, he kind of starts having hallucinations. Did anybody else get this? Yes, the yeah. very fi- almost the final scene, is it, with the tanks? The weird with tanks? the tanks. Now, yeah. what did you read into that? I read into that that... The, you know the guy in his virtual world, that waiter guy. Yeah. He yeah. says you Just shouldn't in, you you shouldn't indulge. And you know in what? You know what? Yeah. Did you take that as you shouldn't wear those glasses so much? No, I took it as a no, drugs he kept doing. Because I thought because when he saw those there tanks, could be a connection like, between the two. I was like, ah, like maybe he's not talking about those drugs. Maybe he's yeah. actually talking because because in mine, I didn't take one tripto drug. By the way, terrible name for a drug. Yeah. Um, I didn't take one. Uh, I thought, you know, I'm gonna try and go cold turkey. I took and one by accident. Like at the said. at the end at the end of um, the game, he threw him in the toilet. You know, like obviously, yeah, if, yeah. if you take him, he probably takes some. Of but in mind, he just threw him in the toilet. And he no, no, quit. I took so many threw him in the toilet as well. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, but like at, at the end, you know, he he, he saw those tanks. Um, and at that point, he was kind of I considered him clean. You know, not a druggie anymore. Um, so I thought yeah, that indulging in not you know what was those glasses like you shouldn't use those glasses so much because yeah, it fucks with be. his head. Uh, Maybe. Thought, did you did you notice the uh, PSP Intel document on the wall by the way in the office? No, it was in, that was also in that scene as you, as he sort of the camera pans round and there's loads of stuff pinned up on the wall. One of them says PSP Intel. So there you go. There you go. So that was obviously a little heavy round PSP confirmed. Uh, Right, so, okay. When you cut your finger off. Yeah. What did you cut your finger off with? I cut my finger off with the knife that was stuck in the kitchen wall. Yeah, me too. I used the pliers. Oh, my God. That sounds Get it it done quick. Did you cauterize the wound? I didn't. You can't with pliers. You can't. You can do it with a knife. You can do it with other stuff. You can't with pliers or scissors, I found out. Why not? I don't know, I don't know. Um, but you can, I didn't know you could do this, but apparently you can. Uh, my friend uh, Marsh said he did this. Uh, or sort of, all right, anyway, you can put a piece of wood in your mouth and bite onto it. Yeah, oh. no, I've seen that in a video or something. Where do you get the I wood? Saw that. I don't know. Uh, but apparently you I can do that. I couldn't take the pills. I thought you would take the pills after you did it, but I, are you supposed to take them before? No, uh, I have no idea. Uh, right, okay, what else? What other, anybody else can think of any, uh, oh, by the way, one, one thing that I did, I got caught, you know, when you're Madison, and you, just after you cut your finger off, you turn into Madison, and then you have to climb out the window, yep. and make your way through those cars, I got caught. Yeah, yeah, so did I, so did I. She didn't get caught, he gets caught. Yeah, yeah. he got caught, yeah, I got yeah. caught too, because obviously right, that, yeah. that triggers the scene. And in that's, the and that's when they let Ethan go. You think it's possible to not get caught? Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it must it be. Is. I think you've got to hide behind the column because there's like a column, isn't there? And she's hiding behind it. I think you must. You're meant to get behind that column with her. And yeah, I didn't. There's definitely a way of not getting caught. Um, 
yeah, so in, by the way, Stu, you know how you surrendered to the cops? Yes, I got caught by the cops. How, yeah, yeah. how did Ethan escape? Was it Norman Lindell? He Lindo? doesn't. He doesn't escape a second time. Oh, he doesn't? No, no. You At the end of the game, Ethan's banged up in a cell and... Um, oh. And they come and let you out. Your son comes to your wife and son come and collect me. Come and collected me out of the police station. Ah, oh, right, okay. So That's that it. happened in mine. And also, I never saw the final trial. I don't know whether you two got the final trial. Yes, we did. You, yeah, oh, you so don't I, know the final, no, right, the final trial oh, is no idea. Um, okay, so what happens is. Uh, in fact, do I want to know? Because I could, you know, I want to go back and play it again. So maybe like, I don't. It's not, I it's not amazing. It's not amazing. Isn't it? Uh, Duke already kind of spoiled it anyway. So uh, the final try, you just walk into a room, lots of cameras, and uh, you have a poison. And mm. if, you, if you drink it, you will die in an hour. Or and, so they tell you. Or so they tell you. And if you don't drink, if you, if you drink it, you'll die in an hour, but you'll see your son. If you don't drink it, um, you you won't save your son, but you live. That's the so uh, so it's a, you know making you sacrifice for your child, which is so the, the ultimate sacrifice is to kill yourself for your son. Yeah, um, I mean, I thought it was I thought it was clever the way he gave the the killer motivations for what he was doing. I did quite like that. You know, I thought it was pretty cool that it was that never happens in a whodunit. No, but I thought it was okay, you know? I mean, ultimately, come on, right, okay, the way I look at it is this, right? If you compare it to, um, you know, obviously a Hollywood blockbuster like Seven or Silence of the Lambs, it's never going to stack up, and it isn't, because there's way too many plot holes. But if you compare it to your average video game story, it's yeah, like... Yeah, but it's bragging yeah, but that's about how, how great the God story God. is. That's but, all he's been talking about for six months. But there's very few I'm going to have high expectations for that story. I know, but there's very few games that have good stories. Well, then he, just said, that, he should just right? say then it's a good story. He should he should have emphasized some other part of the game then. And don't get me wrong, it isn't brilliant, but you know no, what? I really enjoyed it. I had a real okay, ball, and I it was an adrenaline that. rush. And you know, some of those trials were proper tense, and no other game I, has made me feel that way. You know, has well, made me like feel I said, like, it's really my fault because I shouldn't have said I would commit. I should have said I'll play it in a couple of months when I find it used. I probably would have enjoyed it more if I had done it like uh, that. Okay, okay, okay. The okay. biggest, the biggest. Uh, Chinny has the biggest... to stepping in. Okay, each in your corner. All right. Okay, go, big, go, go. The biggest decision in the game. Yeah. Is easily. Um, did you make the omelet on time? I did. My omelet was good. I'm a yeah, chef. Wait, I would be bad at omelet. Omelet on time. Yeah, I remember uh, you I, make scrambled eggs for the woman. Yeah. Also, I've got another plot hole. This uh, this Scott Shelby guy in in that room, the the trial that you missed, Stu, but that you saw it do, where you know you walk into a room and it's very like serene. You know what I mean? It's very like uh, it looks like a an apple room you know it looks like apple came and designed this room it's just pure white and it's oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. H- chandelier HD, uh-huh. HD TVs everywhere yeah. Yeah. Um, how did this guy do this did, did, you know he would have to have like a lot of wires running through there you know like, like how did he technically how did he do that and I never got the fact why why did he leave uh, I got the, the reason why he left uh, you know an origami Figure because he's you know his mom used to teach him yeah, origami. Right. I thought that they was didn't cool. beat us over the head with that enough. Um, I know, but like I thought that was I thought that was okay. You know, like, was I was like, all right, right, okay. But the the, uh, the the flower, his mom liked flowers. Yeah. You know, like my mom yeah. com- leaves, likes Coronation Street, but I'm not going to rub that in my kid's face. 
Yeah, no, uh, but no. The reason you, you do know the significance of the orchids, don't you? No. They had them growing outside the caravan. When you yeah. when you come back to his dad, there's a big massive border, like you know, like a pot with all orchids in. And the mom says something about yeah, like, she does. Grow them out front. Yeah, I used to grow them out front, so that's, that's where fun. the orchids come from. Right. I have no issues yeah. with that. Uh, I quite like the fact that um, the son confessed to it very early. I, I like that because like you kind of think, oh right, that's they're, they're, you know that that was quick, and then you think, well that that's not right. You know, I, I like the fact that they keep you guessing a little bit, but they, they, they did they did give it away with the typewriter. Yeah, I just thought that was so clunky. You know, if that typewriter hadn't been on the desk, I probably wouldn't have twigged as early on. You know. Well, see, maybe it... this is me being stupid. I didn't pick up on that at all. I totally was oblivious. I was totally thinking like he's an old school PI. He just likes typewriters. I didn't. I never made that connection. I'm yeah. Not... I mean, the last the last thing I wanted just sort of mention was when you're in his apartment, like his office on fire. Yeah. Uh, one of the ways I don't know whether either of you two this, but one of the ways you can finish that is by hiding in the fridge. Well, that's what I did because I couldn't get out. Ah, so you hid in the fridge and you, you really were, you can yeah. hide in the fridge because I, I I was just running around trying to find something to do because every time I went to a window it said I can't jump from here. So what did how did y'all get out? Right, I sort of got out through the kitchen window. That's what well. I did because when you when you go into the flat, if you look out the window. Um, in the in the landing, right, just before you, she looks at the the window yeah. of so the kitchen, problem, and I was like, oh, obviously, like something's going to happen there. That that means something. And yeah, then, yeah, I guess I remember that. I just never did it. Uh, and then I just thought, well, where is that kitchen window? I need to get to it. But for one split second, I don't know whether ever you two, but when you go to a window and it says, stay or jump. Yeah, I'd very I very maybe I should just jump. Yeah, I'll have I'd some very... broken bones, but I'll be alive. Very so I was just going from thing to thing. I was like, "What can I do with something?" And I, at one point, you can get under—I don't know if it's the stove or something—and I was climbing under like a table or something. And I was like, "This isn't." And I was just sitting there. I'm like, "This is stupid. I got to get out and try something else." So I went yeah. over to the fridge, and it was like one of those little icons. You can do something here. So I did. I jumped in the fridge, and then I was like, "Okay, now what?" And then it went to a cutscene, and the thing blew up, and, and then I'm standing up, coughing. So there you go. You see, you see, it was different. I mean, did you feel panicked at that point? You know, when you was doing that scene, because yeah, I, I yeah. I mean, it does do that, and there's not many games that make you feel that way. There really That's isn't. Fair. That's you know, fair. Really I'll give isn't. it that. That's the one good thing I'll say about it. I mean, and what about? I mean, the very first scene. You know, the driving. Don't push scene. your luck, man. No, no. But seriously, the driving scene. I mean, how did you feel when you were doing that? I, you know, all I could think of is why doesn't he drive on the right side of the road? Oh <laughs> no, yeah. Well, he's being watched, man. Yeah, now, who's that not. woman? You have 30 seconds remaining. Also, also, <laughs> why does he think it's himself when he sends a picture of a dead body when he shoots the guy and, like, someone's obviously on the receiving end. Someone's obviously watching him, right? Because he's blacking out. Who knows what he's doing? He's staying up and making yeah, soap, man. Well, like, do, what, does he text himself behind his back Tyler straight Perry? away? But when you, he's when texting you, the woman. You didn't, you didn't do that, uh, dude, but you know when you kill no. the drug dealer, right? You send, you, you send a picture. You take a picture yeah. of the dead body. Right. Right, and um, he texts his back straight away. I mean, so, can I just ask you? He couldn't be him. Like, obviously, logic. Well, would it say, could be an intermediary. I mean, to give the benefit of the doubt, if it's got multiple personality disorder or something, you know, he hires a woman, and then he says, "Look, 
you don't, or you know, he doesn't even talk to her. You use the voice disguiser. Whatever I tell you, you know, just do it, and then you're gonna get an email from someone, and you know, blah blah blah. Or it could even be just an automatic thing, couldn't it? It just pings back know. a text. I, I, I just don't like it because it's not even the case. So. I, I just thought the evidence to to lock Ethan up was very very small, and they I had did no... accuse the the other cop though. Did y'all do that? No, no I because I I don't know Nothing how really came of it, but I was like, oh yeah, that's him. Well, you know when you you're Ethan at the end, not Ethan when you're Jaden, and yeah. you're in the you're, you're in the virtual thing, aren't you? Trying to put all the clues together that you've garnered, yeah. and I I put it together. I worked out who it was. I mm. worked out who it was doing that because I put the. I can't remember how I did it now, but I no, put... I think I got the same because you, you can accuse him, or you or you can look yeah. further. And I just right. went, oh look. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I want to be done with this game. No, I didn't tie up further, and I worked out what I had to do. Um, the last, the other thing I want to just quickly mention, you know, when you are doing the walking around the shop trying to remember everything that goddamn hell you've touched. Yeah. Did, you, did you both make it? Did you did you both no. wipe clean yeah. everything? Yeah, you yeah, did. I, did. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I missed the phone that she picked up. And did it do a little focus thing at the end just to show you? Oh, what yeah. And then suddenly uh, I'm talking to the cops. I'm like, oh, yeah. Man, well, mine was the window frame, you know, when he goes and checks the window. Um, yeah, actually, yeah, out. Yeah. and I forgot that. And I also went in the bloody bathroom as well because yeah, I, I did have... too, and I made sure oh. to do because I did that twice because I couldn't figure out how to get back to the main room. Oh. Would you answer the where phone? The I'm like, I'm trying, I'm trying. Where was the bathroom? Uh, just as you sort of, you know, where he sat. It's virtually opposite where he sat when you first go in. Oh right, yeah, I never awesome. knew about that bathroom. But it was like, oh god, I touched that as well, and I was going round, and he's like, "Are you sure you've got everything?" I was like, "I don't gone. know." Are you gone? The cops are going to be here any second. Yeah, and I was like, "Shit, I think I have. I think I have." I, lo- I like the fact because I got everything right, and I like the fact that they they still give you the option of like saying, um, "Have you got everything?" And even though I did get everything, he still said, "You, you, you can yeah. still have the option of saying no." He still did that with you. That's funny. Yeah, but I, I I remember nearly missing one thing. I I remember nearly missing the front door, the actual front door. Um, you think I they do that on the I mean, yeah. what did you what did you think of the electricity thing? By the way, I didn't like it. Oh think... god, that was horrible! It was like playing Twister on your gamepad. I didn't like it. It was really. unbelievable. I've never had to push so many buttons in. Also, one it's go. impossible. Like, no, I never... no, I got it through. I got through. No, no, yeah, I, I mean through. like. No, realistically, like that would be impossible. Well, yeah, yeah, it would be. But I, I am going to play the game again. But I know I'm going to play it. I'm going to play the 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 father's just going to be a terrible father. Yeah, right. I'm just going to like he's going to. I love because it. Yeah, I can't sleep without my teddy bear. One of the options is too bad. Yeah, <laughs> so. right. And and like I I I uh, I'm just going to be a coward. I love the fact that the door on the electric thing is just a coward, and I'm just yeah, going to yeah. walk out on right. every trial. I'd be interested right. to hear what happens. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, as the as the Scott guy, I'm gonna let the robber kill the guy. I'm not gonna care because I'm gonna play it as a murderer, right? And then the the FBI guy, I'm gonna play him as a druggie, and the uh, Madison girl, I'm just gonna play her as a complete like I want to be a journalist. I want the ultimate story. Well, I'm I'm what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna walk away from. Um, I'm gonna lose the fight, you know, when you you go to the prostitute. I'm gonna lose a fight and then I'm gonna walk away and let her get beaten up and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna I'm gonna play it as Scott is just a bastard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna skulk around at the back of the shop like I did at Eurogamer and not do anything and let him get shot to death. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I, think that'll have any impact on the story, to be honest. I don't. No, I'm also I'm not gonna leave my card just to see if she actually finds me. I bet yeah, she will. Yeah. But I'll I'll let the bitch drown though if she does find me. <laughs> <laughs> but is she gonna? No, I'm gonna do. I'm you. never gonna go near this game ever again. 
Uh, the other thing, just to mention as well, I don't know whether you notice, you know, when you go to get the guy, you know, in the meat locker, where you're having the fight in the butchery thing. Yeah. When, you, when you first park up, the guy who, who obviously got away from the shop in my game walked past the car. I'm oh. sure it was him with the beanie hat on, the, the guy who was trying to rob the store. Oh, no, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I could be wrong, but it, lo- it definitely looked like him, but it was so... There were, that was, there were little crossovers, because you know in the nightclub, um, yeah. when you play as Madison, and then the next scene you play as Jaden, if he's still alive, Yeah. Madison is walking out of the nightclub. Yeah, as he's walking in. Yeah, 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 so there are things like that. I, d- yeah. I, mean, I mean, I think I think the way I look at it is this, you know, he, he sort of put together such a huge thing that lasts nearly eight or nine hours, right? And to do all that without any of these sort of things, you know, would be such a, you know, I think what he's accomplished is pretty amazing in itself. And, you know, I mean, you know, ultimately he's, he's not got everything right because there's that many different things could happen. And what he attempted to do, I thought was really great. And he just didn't quite get it. You know, it was I, close. I, I want to see close. another game like this, but you know, I, I, I don't Done mind better. Seeing, yeah. I don't mind seeing more games like this. You know, this like, there's, there's first person shooters, there's RTSs. Definitely. Um, this this is still this like kind of weird uh, platform. He's trying to find its feet a little bit, but I I, I want to see more games like this. I guess but... I should say that the the style of game doesn't irritate me that much. I think you know all of my complaints are down to the lack of thoroughness with story and yeah. the, the, the aesthetic elements. You know that stuff yeah. on the surface. So yeah. I could see another game, and it, it would have to you know I'm gonna need some time away from this genre because I have so many bad emotions going through my mind. But I can see another game of this same type done without all these horrible plot holes and aesthetic problems that I might actually like. Yeah, and, and the fact that like it sold well is encouraging as well because uh, you know other people might say, oh, like, you know, look, I think the I think the audience is ready for this. You know, I and I love is... the fact that yeah, a game that's you know supposed to have a good story is selling well because you wouldn't think you know a lot of people would say, oh, that won't do well. People don't care about story in games. So I'm glad to see that people do care about story in yeah. games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I must admit, on the final note, I spoke to Cybernaut and he absolutely loved it. So a lot of people do like this, regardless of all the issues and problems. And Chini, for blessing, went and played it again, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I, regardless. No, I, I, do, I mean, if you if you have a PS3 and like you just see it and you think, yeah, that looks cool. Like, I, I I do recommend people should play it. And it does have a lot of plot holes. It has a ton of problems, and there are a lot of things that bug me about the game. But I, I can't th- imagine I, anybody would listen to all of this having not played the game. <laughs> that is also true, yes. That is also true. Because true. that's the whole point of this section, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. But if you are a person who's in that camp, played. yeah, give it a try. Why not? You if know. you've already played it, then uh, lol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you right. do? What are you doing? Send, send us to uh, tell us, write us an email if you listen to this whole thing, and tell us what you did that we didn't do, maybe, or what you thought yeah, about. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah we'll read right. them out. We'll no, read them ahead. out next week. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, I think we're done. Let's yeah, I do think we're done. Let's get out of here. Bye. Bye for the second. No, we're not shouting anything else. <laughs> Bye for the second. Shout out time. David Cage because I'm gonna vivisect him when I find him. <laughs> Bye. See you.
did, I did for love.